0: Hey
1: y'all. <laughs>
0: oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Um, I am unfortunately again without my better half, Chantilly from Philly, um, because she has requested that I do a recap on my recent trip to South Africa. So instead of you all just sitting here listening to me ramble alone for a solid hour, I have asked my roommate... (laughs) My uh, Punjabi queen, (laughs) the queen of Punjabi girl magic, (laughs) Miss uh, Kara Bachi to join me. So, Kara, say hello to the people. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Kara is my roommate, everyone. Kara, if you follow uh, my personal page or Around the Way curls, you've seen her before. She and I go to Afropunk together. She's thicker than a snicker. Uh, she brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Stop. Little do you know, um, I'm the one that's struggling, but Kara is over here killing it. My yard looks like Sanford and Son, and hers looks pretty damn good over here.
2: Um, but Kara, please, yeah.
0: tell, why don't you tell us a little something about who you are?
2: Um, so my name is Kara. I'm originally from Queens. I was born in India came to the United States when I was two years old um, I am as she just talked about from a Punjabi family and we're pretty religious but uh, you know I've been really blessed to have parents that have really supported me in whatever venture I want to get into so yeah and thankfully because of their openness I also met internet on um, <laughs> I think we should talk about that at some point how we met <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so you know that was a blessing in itself but yeah super happy to be here Super happy to have you. So, yeah, Kara and I are
0: roommates and we met because in New York, uh, roommates are life. (laughs) Can't live without a roommate unless you're Mm balling. So I was looking for someone that I knew to fill a room that I had open and I could not find anyone. So I was um, at my wits end and finally posted on (laughs) (laughs) Gypsy Housing. For anybody in New York who's looking for like a sublet or looking Mm -hmm. to sublet a space, Gypsy Housing is a Facebook group. Um, a lot of actors and like a lot of creatives which I'm it. none of but <laughs> I was on it Kara's creative <laughs> in her own way but she's not a professional creative um but she answered the ad and she came through with a bunch of people because I had a uh, open house and she was by far the best person she moved in it was all gravy and then one day I was like Talking to her, I think, about your birthday, and then it, <laughs> finally, Kara I- is so mature for her age, and she does not look her age at all, but this bitch was 25. <laughs> she was turning 25. 25 yeah. Turning 25. <laughs> yeah. And I almost <laughs> fell out, like, wait, what? So, I had no idea how old this child was, and... She's probably the most mature out of all of us in this house. So That's sweet. (laughs) Shout out to Kara. But no, we're here. We're going to discuss our recent trip to South Africa. And it was really great because, Kara, you had been there before. So tell the people about that.
2: Yeah. So I actually studied abroad in South Africa uh, in college my junior year. um, Which was like last year. A couple years ago. And um, so I I was mainly in Durban, but we had spent five days in Johannesburg and Cape Town. I didn't really have any sort of outlook on both of those cities, but then I went back again and only stayed again in Durban because it was just like a great vacation area. So to go back and do Johannesburg and Cape Town, which was such a good idea, um, was awesome because... I have been really stuck in that mindset of what South Africa looks like through one state. So to mm. be able to see other ones was also really great. Um, so that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Cool. So
0: yeah, Kara and I are big fans of Afropunk. And so I had been wanting to travel and I had refused to go to Europe. There's a bunch of, I had a bunch of different opportunities to go to Europe and I just, something did not sit right with me about going to Europe before mm-hmm. I went to Africa,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> being me. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. So I had decided that this was the year that I was going to go home to the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> to the continent. And so, yeah, the first thing that we did, the Afropunk tickets came out. And we were just like, let's buy them. Yeah. So we got Afropunk tickets in Johannesburg first. And from there, we planned the rest of our mm-hmm. trip. We had we decided that we were gonna go for an extended period of time. We went for ten days, mm-hmm. which was nice. Um, and yeah, then we got the flights. Then we got the flights on Priceline for folks who are looking for cheaper flights. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. And then we went on Airbnb, got our stay. So we we traveled what New Year,
2: Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, yeah,
0: travel Christmas Eve. Stayed in Jo'burg until the day after Afropunk, which was January 2nd, because we ran in Afro... Oh, no, no January 1st. Yeah, yeah. We ran in, the, rang in the New Year at the festival. <laughs> and then we spent an additional like four, four days, days in yeah. Cape Town, which was plenty of time for Cape Town. Yeah, Jo'burg yeah. was the place to be, but you'll hear about that.
2: <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, we went. Um... Wait, did you have any reservations about traveling with me? I think that's a... <laughs> I didn't, I
0: didn't. I was actually, I really prefer to travel. Okay, so not everybody travels well together, right? So I didn't have any reservations. I was like, if anything, Kara's just going to wow out, and I'm just going to have to watch her. And that was the only thing that I thought, like, okay, if worst case, she's going to go... Cause Kara, you know Kara parties a little. She's a little younger than me. She parties a little harder than me. My old ass. I'm like my knees hurt and I can't. I can't be having headaches in the morning. Mm-hmm. But that was it. I didn't have any reservation. Did you have? I feel like you were probably like, she's gonna cramp no. my entire. No, smile.
2: not at all. I was really like excited because you are very open. So I was like, she's gonna be really open. I'm gonna be really open. It's just gonna be a really good time. And it was. It was, it yeah. really was. We didn't fight yeah. once. No, we didn't. We bickered once. <laughs> yeah. But that was it. But ten days that's a lot and we did
0: it. Ten days a lot in the same bed. Mm-hmm. We did it. <laughs> so okay, so day one. <clears throat> we land. Um and we get to
2: <laughs> oh my god. We get to
0: our Airbnb, um, which was in Johannesburg in a very nice location on Main Street. The Airbnb was interesting. Yeah, it was very eclectic, um, but unfortunately, the gentleman had not advertised it correctly. So there mm-hmm. was a loft bed, and Kara, of course, got the bed. <laughs> I'm I'm basically the boy in the relationship, so I get, I get like the rough end of this, <laughs> of everything, and I got this loft. Like, no, no, I got this futon-ish leather, pleather, not leather, (laughs) pleather kind of couch where you could feel the wood, like, what is it? The wood. It sounds
2: so terrible being repeated back. Because it's real. I could
0: feel all of the wood pallets in my back. Yeah. And if you let the futon, like, down, and if you slept on the wrong side, it flipped over.
2: And then, do you remember that the first thing you said was, oh, he's really good at taking pictures. <laughs> right. Because when we walked in, it was a lot smaller than remember, what it looked no like part. on the Airbnb
0: website. So, I was like, oh, he
2: really Zoom worked this out. Right. Okay. I was like, he
0: really worked this out. Got it. Um, very nice man. But while he was about to leave, I said, okay, great. You know, we have everything. We'll make this work. Um, can you just let us know how to turn on the AC? <laughs> Now, he said, oh, yeah, sure. And he turned on a ceiling fan and left. There was no AC in hot-ass Johannesburg on a pleather sofa.
2: On a day of a heat rush, too. Right. It was a heat wave. Yeah. And
0: Kara's lofted bed was so high that, like, you she couldn't sit up without hitting... Like, you couldn't sit up up there. It was so close to the ceiling, so it was almost like you were in an MRI. And... We were like, cool, we're just going to make the best of this. Right. We went out. We were exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some breakfast. We went to Constitution Hill to check it out. We actually mm-hmm. saw them setting up yeah. that um, Afropunk stages and kind of got a layout. And it looked a lot
2: smaller than yeah. what it ended up being. It was huge. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, we went to... What mall was that? We went to some... Um,
2: Rose Rosebank. Yeah, Rose right, we went Vine. to Rosebank,
0: yeah. but everything was closed because if you're planning the on Boxing traveling, day. If you're planning. I forgot on, about that. If you're planning on traveling to Johannesburg the day after <laughs> Christmas, that we arrived the day after Christmas, um, just know that there's a holiday called Boxing Day that none of the locals know Not what the one. hell it's about. We asked like 15 people, and they were like,
2: mm, "It's just a day of." It's another excuse to do nothing.
0: Basically, it's basically a day of rest. <laughs> like these people were they have no idea what Boxing Day is, but none of the stores are open and so we just decided to go back to the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um we slept there that evening. I had fallen off the bed a couple <laughs> of times, woke up and the pleather was sticking to my mm-hmm. skin. And I just kept thinking, I was like really wrestling with it because I was like, I do not want to be that American <laughs> to say, like you know, come to another country and like not have right, the amenities right. that
2: I need. Yeah. But I couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Kara, I can't do this. You climbed up. I climbed And up. all I saw was your head and you were like... Hey, and I was like, oh no. I can't do it. <laughs> but I was so happy because you had reached your
0: your <laughs> I was just seeing heat
2: fumes at that point. It I was, was so like...
0: hot. And then we had like he just really did not describe the place accurately. So luckily, we one street up on Fox Street, there is a hotel called 12 Decades mm-hmm. Hotel, which is like an art hotel, mm-hmm. which is really cool, um super affordable. Everything in Johannesburg is very affordable for Americans. Um, Our money goes very long there. Mm -hmm. Our dollar, one dollar there for us, um, or excuse me, one rand is 0.006 or something. No, 0.06. So it's like, (laughs) I don't know what that is in cents, but it's 0.06 cents. So we... Something that's like 250 rand will be like $10 right. for us. So it's it's very affordable. The hotel was super affordable. We moved into the hotel. It was great. And then what was day two? Day two, we moved into the hotel. And then we... Oh, my God. We went to Pada Pada. Yes, we did. We did. And we got food and all the food. Wait, please describe the food. it was like
2: so everything was super fresh so if you even Mm -hmm. if you asked for juice it was like freshly squeezed right it was was amazing but every single thing it was like they just got that food that morning and they just prepped so well and a lot of the things have to be seasoned um Mm. the way things should be but um they do let the food kind of sit and like it's just marinated so well. Yes, just everything, and it's like. A, and I'm vegetarian. I just had a blast, and right, that wasn't big. the case years ago. And okay. I will say that. But I was also in Durban, so maybe that's a different thing. But being able to get yeah, everything, everything that I needed vegetarian options mm-hmm, it was good,
0: and the flavor, like the palate, was mm-hmm. so interesting. <clears throat> so good, I think that it's day very I sweet got, and sour. Yeah, like they had was, a lot of that going on. Not so much spicy. Yeah, they don't do a lot of spicy, but. Food was delicious. I remember I had ribs that day and tore them ribs yeah, yeah. up, honey. Um so yeah, w- curry, yeah, so yeah, we definitely recommend Pada Pada. I hope saying that right. Oh, and then we went to Suweto.
2: Oh yes, that was fun. That was Sueto fun. was
0: super cool. We got there too late though to go to the Mandela mm-hmm. House. Oh my god, we skipped something. The first day was when we met those two guys. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> okay got to go back. That
2: was the first day. Yes, I can't You're believe it's vacation wrote... <laughs> ever.
0: So the first day. <laughs> right. When we got back to the So we went to the Airbnb yeah. or after Constitution Hill. Yeah. And then we went to Ravioli to eat, mm-hmm. which was delicious. Check out Ravioli if you go there. It's all all of these places are on Fox Street. And then we went to Shakers. Shakers.
2: We should have known from the name that it was gonna be trouble, honestly. We
0: honestly thought it was called Checkers because yeah. we couldn't understand the waiter when he was telling us. We went to Shakers and Shakers was the spot where I immediately was Philly Antoinette. and was <laughs> I had every guard up that I could possibly have. We walked into this spot and all of the lights were were on. There were maybe 15 signs up that said no guns and no knives. <laughs> And I was like, what kind of spot is this where they can't even turn the lights off? (laughs) And it's like one o'clock in the morning. Bet. Got it. Of course, we walk to the bar and this person is like touching my shoulder, trying Mm -hmm. to get my attention. And I like looked at him and said, hello. Mm -hmm. And then kept it moving. He touches Kara's shoulder, though. (laughs) He's like, why don't you sit down? She's like, great, we will. She, (laughs) She looks at me to be like, sit down. And I just I was, was just like not, we have
2: some drinks.
0: <laughs> I was not with it, but I sat down and they ended up being cool. They yeah. were they were nice. One guy was like really drunk off his out his mind, and that ended up really badly with his girlfriend.
2: Right, he had a girlfriend. That was the other part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> his girlfriend she yeah. didn't have a problem with us. She was like mad at the guys we were with. But anyway, we had a really great night with yeah. them. Um, ended up hanging with them heavy. They were super cool. And then they took us, uh, home afterwards. Yeah. After one of the guys got Kara three French fries from McDonald's <laughs> because she was a vegetarian. <laughs> so we have to bring this up because when we went to Soweto, we went shopping at Soweto for mm. tons of souvenirs. I got elephants, yeah. masks, all kinds of stuff, outfits, jewelry, but they met us in mm-hmm. Soweto they drove out and met us and we had like drinks mm-hmm. and well we got, we got a, bottle, a bottle got a bottle of Jameson so cheap out there yeah it really we didn't pay for right. it right oh
2: god <laughs> shout out
0: to them um <laughs> and we just kicked it and then we love Ethiopian food mm-hmm. that's Kara and my we really bond over this <laughs> it's something that we do in Brooklyn a lot yes. like We go to a place called Bati Bati (laughs) on Fulton Street, and it is amazing. And we get the vegan vegetarian platter, and we just sit there and eat until our stomachs hurt, and then we walk home to try to feel better about (laughs) it. It's the best routine ever. (laughs) It's what we do. So they knew that, and they were actually Ethiopian. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they took us to an Ethiopian spot called Queen of Sheba.
2: Uh, which was absolutely delicious. There was live music. As soon as we walked in, I was like, "This is such a vibe." Yeah, such it was a vibe. like, so and this cool. is the other cool thing. Everything that they, all their restaurants and everything, they go by vibe. There's a mm-hmm. whole section on Google Maps, and it says vibes, and you can check out what the the place looks like before right. you even get there. So it's just, you know, that, that's pretty cool. So
0: you can decide like if yeah. you're in the mood for that kind of spot or not. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> So we went there. That was amazing. And then um, we went. We wound up at some reggae spot. Yes. that oh, only happens every Thursday, they yeah. said. <laughs> I have no idea where we were. We were like
2: in some abandoned mm-hmm.
0: warehouse factory with them. It was a
2: giant parking lot. Yeah. It was just like this small little thing in the middle of it. But it was that? like,
0: yeah, but then when you walk in, it's like this huge oh. underground. Remember, it was yeah, like a yeah. pit down mm-hmm. there. It was very interesting. Mm -hmm. There were dancers Mm -hmm. on stage. They were getting it in. It was a cool (laughs) vibe. Plenty of things to smoke, passing, being passed around, drinks flowing. So we ended up doing that. That was a good time. And then we, you know, they dropped us off home. And that was that. Next day. We went to... Safari. safari. Oh, that was Talk fun. about the safari. You talk about the safari. So,
2: um, it was cool because we had... Where did we... Wait, where did we... What was it called? Lion and... Something
0: Park. Lion Safari Park. Lion and Safari Park. Line. Check that out. It's only an hour away
2: from... And they pick you spring, up, which is awesome. they pick you up, which is really great. Right. And so it was great that we came out and there was somebody waiting. Um, but did you want to talk about your little experience with them? That was funny. what With the driver? Oh, and he, the (laughs) driver,
0: no, the driver, there was nothing. I was outside, Kara was late, and I was outside waiting for the driver, and then, like, he hit on me, and our hotel, like, Johannesburg is, like, any kind of inner city where you can get, like, mugged or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I guess because there's tourists there, they are very, like, vigilant about it, and so it was, like, super early for this random man to be hanging outside of the hotel room, and he was just like, hi. Hi how are you? It's like, mm-mm, I'm not dealing with you. So I went back inside and sat down. <laughs> so for like a solid 25 minutes, we were staring at each other and we had no
2: idea that he was, our he was supposed to come pick us up. That was funny. So when we
0: figured that out, it was kind of like awkward. He wouldn't, he kind of wouldn't look at me. When I got in the
2: car, I was like, it's really quiet in here. Like, <laughs> I thought he was, was like,
0: entertaining. He was embarrassed because <laughs> then he realized like, oh my God, this is the girl that I have to drive. And I was just hitting. And he like kept saying stuff like, oh, you don't want to come out here and talk to me I was like no
2: whoa I didn't know it was all yeah bad. it was like he was trying yeah. and it was like way too early right also okay all
0: right. but he was nice yeah he mean. was
2: nice so talk wait go ahead and then we we got there we paid for a thing and what was the first thing we did we the got, first
0: thing we did was getting that getting ice truck. cream oh yeah we, we got, got, got ice <laughs> cream <laughs> we got breakfast. ice cream because we were hung over from shakers yeah. oh no not from shakers that was the night before we were hung over from reggae club yes. Damn, we did a lot. And then the first thing, we got in that truck, went on the safari, went on the tour, and yeah. the two lions were mating. Yes,
2: that was the first thing that we That was thought. the first thing we that saw. That was our introduction. This
0: lioness, when I tell you she was so unimpressed mm-hmm. with this lion, <laughs> she was laying there. And I just kept thinking, like, she is my spirit yeah. animal. <laughs> she was sitting there, yawning, literally yeah. I think maybe the lion thought she was roaring, <laughs> but she was straight yawning like, "Bruh, yes. hurry up." That was hilarious. But the lions were super cool.
2: That was really yeah, cool yeah. I think to we see. went through like three camps of them. Yeah, which was cool. Um, and I like the little facts. Like I, I had no idea they slept so much. Yeah, all. and she said they were nocturnal. I was like really like mm-hmm. it's not the way I imagine. How long at did all. they? It's like eighteen to like twenty hours. Or yeah, eighteen crazy. to twenty
0: hours a day. That's the life. They're just asleep. They only get up to eat. And then it was interesting too, like the different breeds, mm-hmm. they they have, like some of the lions had like white under their mm-hmm. eyes because they because they were nocturnal. Yeah, yeah. Like they had white Reflection fur under their the eyes because it reflects the moonlight so they can see better yeah. at night. It was just like really... And I think it
2: was the cheetahs with the black triangles to help with the uh-huh. sunblock, whatever. Um, but that was cool. It was awesome. Um... And then remember that whole time when that entire pack started moving across? Yes, that was I feel was like scary. that was super magical. No, you it, said it was scary. It was scary. Okay, so I we were... it was also scary. Can you talk about that? Because she was terrified. Well,
0: I didn't like the fact that <laughs> that one little lock on the car, yeah. I was like, they're You're not going to flip it open. I just feel like if a lion decides to really get angry and shake that truck, that lock, this was the babyest lock. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, it was that lock
0: could have come off so
2: easily. And, and I, I liked just, how matter of fact our tour guide was. She was just like, she was mm. like,
0: yeah. And then it, we went to go see a leopard, yeah. right? And yeah. she said, "Yeah, she's she's doesn't behave very well. Sometimes she's outside of the cage." Yeah. As <laughs> soon as she said that, what did and, I do? And then she also what did I do when she, she said that?
2: Yeah. I like walked away.
0: <laughs> We went and back and to the truck. And got right in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, and waited. So if she can get out of this cage. Right. She's like, yeah, we still don't know how
2: she does That's the part that I was like, interesting. You Meanwhile, Kara's there. all up on the thing. Like, ooh, come I here. I did lean in closer with my camera. Right. <laughs> it's like, nah, I gotta go. If she can get out, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, and then we saw, what was, that? what was that animal? The
0: hyenas? Yes. I felt so bad for it. So this one hyena, I love the fact that, I don't like hyenas because of the Lion King but The women are I the
2: bigger ones
0: The women dominate the yes. men And I didn't know that Which makes a lot of sense for the Lion King Because Whippy Goldberg's character Was the one oh. that ran the pack mm. So it's almost like they really did their research yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose or yeah. not But yeah check it out And uh, also
2: if you guys do not know how they What is it those noises that they make They make, probably have like 18 different sounds that they can make but you need to YouTube it because it's fucking <laughs> insane. I was freaked. Did you know I was freaked out? Really? I was, standing there, I was it like, I sounded can't sounded like do people. This.
0: They were like, I can't <laughs> can do it. It was really
2: strange. I, I kept inching towards the, the truck because I was about to go sit down because I was like, I can't. But, but they also, the way they move is really crazy. And yes. then she said their
0: jaws, if they do oh, bite you, Christ. she said it feels like three tons yeah. is laying. So they can just crush your bones with, with one, with just their jaw. Yeah. And there were two in there that were fighting that we mm-hmm. saw in this poor I think it looked like a mother mm-hmm. and she was a bigger one. She had all this blood. Oh yeah, and then she had all a two over little her, babies and she kept them. and her her cubs kept coming out yeah. of like whatever cave that mm-hmm. was and she kept like she would do that weird cackle mm-hmm. and they would run back in. So obviously she was protecting them. Yeah. from something. Which was interesting too because what they said was that because the conditions uh Basically, they keep the conditions the way that they are Mm -hmm. so that all of the animals are fed. That's why they all get along, yada, yada, yada. But it was really interesting to watch it unfold in front of us. Like, listen, we're still humans. You cannot control Mother Nature in that way. They're still beefing regardless of the fact that you Mm -hmm. gave them X, Y, and Z amount of food. And there's
2: also like greed still exists even if you're an animal. Exactly. So that was really cool. Um, And there's also a really cool introduction to... The fact that, like, animals are animals, no matter where they are, yeah. and even addressing the fact that, you know, you can give them everything that they need, but they're still in this, like, little cage mm-hmm. um, compared to, like, what they would be living in, that's also another Which thing is
0: super problematic do. at yeah. the same time, yeah. so we're fucked up for going, and right. I wanted to see it.
2: Yeah.
0: Our conditioning is conditioned. We can talk about it on another episode. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we did the cub interaction.
2: That was cool.
0: I almost fell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right on top of the cub, right? I just
0: started backing up and was writing. I was like, deuces. I gotta go. So I went to one, I was scared to touch the cub, but as soon as I went to touch the cub, the damn cub shuddered. and like yeah. flinched, right? And it jerked like real fast. And I was like,
2: Oh And you know what I was thinking? As soon as you did it, there was a crowd that was just watching and they were just coming They, of they like, were cracking. Oh my up. god. And I was like, When everything was what cool, they started to one laughing. One of us. Yeah. This
0: would it was bad, though. Like, I was... That was scary. But the cubs were cool. Their fur was trash, though. Yeah. I was really surprised at how their fur felt like Brillo pads.
2: Yeah. And they also, again, sleep for 18 to 20 Yeah, hours. so they so were just, just,
0: like, resting. Knocked out. Yeah. That was really cool. And then we had... If anybody goes uh, to Lion Park, please yes. eat there because their food <laughs> is delicious. That was some of the best food we yes. had. at the And you would think, like, it's like an amusement park. Right. but no there is a amazing. full um spread in there and that was that those were the best peri peri wings i had
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so yeah then we we were exhausted from just all the debauchery with those guys yeah. from the night before so we went back to the hotel and we mm-hmm. slept and we oh, yeah. rested cuz we were also jet lagged like yeah yeah we had fit a lot in so then um day 4 we woke up and went to the Four Seasons. Oh, yeah. At we woke Smith. up
2: early for that, too. It was a good idea. Talk about that, Kara. Okay. So, honestly, like, I had looked at the pictures. I'm like, all right, it's going to be cute. I found that. I, I know. was really like, we need to she, do this. She, Yeah, you were really hype about it. And I was like, she has a good reason. I trust that you did your research. <laughs> I didn't look it up because I'm like, we're just going gonna to see how it is once we get there. But once we got there, I, as soon as we got out of the car, the immediate service that we got was mm-hmm. intense. And the woman that actually opened up Antoinette's side was so pretty. I remember I was like, are you a model? And she was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like Like really coy about it, but Mm -hmm. she was um, so beautiful. So beautiful. And then we told them we were going to the restaurant, and they took us in a little golf cart. Took us all the way up. But it wasn't even that much. It was like 10 10
0: feet. I was like, we definitely could have walked We could
2: have walked. Um, but once we got upstairs- It was legitimately a restaurant on a cliff. It was amazing. And it was cloudy that day, but it was still so breathtaking because you could still kind of see what was going on. You
0: could see the whole city. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. That, But we will say you need a reservation. Yes, my God. <laughs> so make sure if you go um, that you definitely get a reservation first. They said you can do it online. Um, the one that we ate at was Views. Yeah, the Views. It was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They gave us a little bit of a hard time for not having a reservation, but it was cloudy, so yeah, we right. got at a table easily.
2: And then, the spread. Oh my God. Please, like, please, go. So first, like, I couldn't even digest the fact that it was like an open buffet sort of situation. <laughs> I still was like, wait, what's the catch? Right. And he explained it to me while you were out. And he was like, "No, it's like you choose one of these things, and you can get anything. You the choose your entree, yeah. But and, then you have unlimited appetizers and desserts. right? And then you put your order in, you can wait to go and do whatever you need to do at this buffet. And this buffet, you you could spend four hours there. Yes, it? it was amazing. People were literally just filling up their plates, coming back, and like." It was just beautiful. It was beautifully displayed. The food was
0: delicious. There was fresh sushi. There was like some kind of potato salad with caviar Mm -hmm. on it. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. Then there was a cheese spread. There's a fruit spread. You could have your own um, pancakes and waffles Mm -hmm. made. The dessert spread was insane. That an entire gingerbread house? Did you see yes, that? Yes, an entire okay. gingerbread house because Christmas. Hello, yeah. and then there were like fifteen different salads. Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. It was really yeah. Unreal. I didn't know what to
2: do. I definitely froze up. I was
0: like, okay. me too, because I was like, I'm not fancy enough. To <laughs> yeah, hear. right. And then we kept checking the prices and. The price for all of this was $40 U.S. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what? Mm-hmm. This is insane. Mm-hmm. So we did that. That was absolutely amazing. Highly recommend folks check that out. And then we went back to Soweto.
2: Yes, we did.
0: We went back to Soweto because I had not been to the Mandela house, which was super cool. It's the house that he actually lived in before he was a political prisoner. Mm-hmm. And it like still has his bed. It has like the little stove that Winnie cooked on yeah. it has um oh my god it has like original transcription of like his book that he wrote in jail mm-hmm. like framed you can read it right there you can see his handwriting and all the
2: like the awards he's been just been given yeah. from different countries from different groups of people mm-hmm. i think the first thing i saw when i walked in was Um, I think it's Ontario Sick Association. And I was like, that's amazing. I never even thought that, you know, all that was happening. And on top of that, I think we both had talked about the fact that Winnie was very much present throughout the yeah, Winnie was super present.
0: Because history now, like, people who deal with Mandela, they'll try... Because Winnie was quote-unquote problematic. She had some financials that didn't make sense or whatever. But, like, they'll try to distance Mandela Mm -hmm. from her a lot. And this place did not. She was mm-hmm. very present. Her quotes were all over the house. And it seemed that she was the person that ran the house. Yeah. And she was the person that was probably the most militant of the both of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from being at the yeah. house. Like, Winnie was really the engine. Mm-hmm. And she was really steering the ship. As well as, like, making it go. Mm-hmm. And Mandela was just happened to be a man. Man, he was definitely amazing. But... He ended up being the figurehead of it, you know, of of, a lot of her work and her sacrifice, which was, it was interesting. It was interesting. That place was, I don't know. (coughs) But I will say if you do go, um, you don't need to buy the tour because the tour guides are giving tours right there. So you can
2: just listen to them. The house is not that big. The house is
0: pretty small, um, Yeah, so you can just listen to the tour guides while you're in there. So save a buck or two. Um, Then what do we do? Oh. Probably eat. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we we didn't eat there. We Uh, shopped some more.
2: Oh, right, right. We got these
0: beautiful woven baskets Mm -hmm. for our house. Um, And then we took an Uber. We should say that we took Uber everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uber is amazing out there. The people come within like one minute Mm -hmm. because they just wait. Uh, For tourists to call them, the most expensive Uber we, at least on my account, was ten dollars. Yeah, and we took Ubers everywhere. Most of the Ubers averaged either two dollars to five dollars. Yeah. Um. So again, the U.S. dollar goes a long way there.
2: And they really look out for tourists, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. They wanted—I know that you know—we've talked about this, but Johannesburg has a very bad reputation. Yeah. And the Uber drivers were really good about being like, "Here's where you should go. Here's what you should check out. Here's where you shouldn't go. Right. Exactly. Or if you do go,
0: make sure you go with someone." Right. So it was really nice all, for us too to, for us as well, to have like those male. Mm -hmm. counterparts um, that we met the first day because I think it definitely helps to have that presence. I wouldn't have felt as comfortable roaming as much as Mm -hmm. we did without them. That's a good point. Um, So if you can make friends with with local folks, we highly recommend that. And even like our waiters everywhere that we went, like everyone was super helpful and like, you need to do this, you need to do that, Mm -hmm. go here, go there. So it's a really great city. It's a very friendly city in terms of... um, yeah so yeah then we went back to where we were staying yes. on fox Street and Fox Street's super cool because it has a ton of restaurants bars there's a hookah lounge mm-hmm. there's a mall across the street it's like a mall um but it's not it's not a mall it's gonna have h m it's a mall that has all like local Artists, it's definitely very
2: transitionary. Like things are mm-hmm. always moving out and in there.
0: Yeah, and so it was super cool to just go in there, and we we went shopping afterwards. That's where we met our oh home, yeah, yeah. our home girl from Mali. I don't remember her name, but yeah. we bought so much stuff from her. Yeah, um, and she just had like this beautiful jewelry, and she told us the story behind the jewelry, mm-hmm. which really helped sell it. Yeah. Um, got these beautiful um copper and brass bangles. And I appreciate be- how
2: honest she was mm-hmm. also yeah. about her stuff. Um, she was just awesome. She definitely, like, I was trying not to buy too many things because I had been there, but I definitely spent a lot of money at her shop because I was just like, this is coming from a place that I really trust. And, and a
0: lot of money is like $30. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's,
2: true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It really was. At the end of the day, it was just yeah. like beautiful
0: mud cloth mm-hmm. that she had. Um. So that was, that was great to be able to, like, link with her. She was telling us these really cool stories about her jewelry Mm -hmm. and like how the bangles were what did she say that they were for protection because the evil eyes will go to your jewelry first they will not look
2: at you right and then she was also talking about the fact that in her country women are really regarded and highly regarded Mm -hmm. um and she said we you know really adorn women there because we want to make sure that they're you know, well taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that energy was just, like, very present throughout her story. So yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then after that, we ate again. <laughs> we did a <laughs> lot of- Lots of eating. We did a lot of eating, A good eating. Um... Oh, but we ate in Melville.
2: Oh, we did. So that was a good experience. Melville. I
0: wish we could have spent more time in Melville. When we go back, we have to spend time in Melville. Yeah. Melville was super cool. Another like little neighborhood within Johannesburg. Was it it in
2: Johannesburg? Yeah, it was still in Jo'burg, but it was like one of the few places that they were like, you can definitely walk up and down this Mm street, And it felt good to be able to like. Yeah. Ubers were great, but after a while, I feel like you and I were both kind of like, we need to walk. Yeah.
0: Like I want to explore. Yeah. Um, But Melville was so cool because it felt like, it kind of felt like Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. didn't it? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It kind of felt like Brooklyn. It was like super hip, hipster, but like cool hipster, not like annoying hipster, (laughs) you know? And we ate at Poppy's.
2: Poppy's was great. Poppy's was popping. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Poppy's was delicious. Yeah. We were walking up the street and I just heard this auntie music. And we, because we were looking for another place that somebody yeah. had recommended. And I just was like, Is that, do I hear Al Green? <laughs> like, what's going on? And then I was like, Are there people in there bopping yes. and stepping? I said, I'm so sorry, Kara. I'm old and this yeah. is my vibe. <laughs> right. And I need this in my life. It was life. a really good vibe. It was just like every bit of cookout music.
2: <laughs> the lights all the way on. Lights
0: but they were dim. Yeah. Give them a break. There <laughs> is dim. But it was like, what were they playing? They were playing like all sorts of older stuff. I loved it.
2: Dells, mm-hmm. Dells.
0: They were going in and these aunties were up yes. dancing their asses off and I just <laughs> loved it. And the food was so good. The food was
2: really good. It was re- really good. The chakalaka good. there. Uh.
0: Chakalaka is just like, oh, so good. They call it a sauce there, but I think it's, a, I would use it more as a side. Yeah, It's like, sweetish yeah. but not too sweet like beans mm-hmm. and carrots and oh my god it is so oh, and good. then you, you
2: tried pop for the first time too. Yes. What yes. did you think about that? What how do you describe that? It? It's pop like Pop is like it's not bread for us. No, but you can definitely like use your fingers and use and use it to eat but it's like a spongy it's, it's more white spongy. and it's like this spongy yeah. but
0: not spongy like injera. No. Not spongy like Ethiopian bread but like it's spongy like Kind of spongy, sticky. Mm-hmm. It's really, almost it like hard up. grits. Yeah, yeah. That's what it gives me. Yeah, it's I think like that's that a good kind of like a it. part like a harder porridge. Yeah, and you break it apart and you like just it was dip so good. it, in, and it it tastes like nothing. So it's just meant to soak up yeah. whatever deliciousness is next yeah. to it. And that next to that chakalaka <laughs> was hit. 10, honey. It was so good. I highly recommend Poppies. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say that one of your friends was like, oh, I'm yeah, so happy you yeah. we went?
2: She, she goes for work every year and she was like, "Poppies is it. Okay. Poppies was
0: the place to be. <laughs> please go to Poppies if you're there. And please go to Melville because Melville was dope. Yeah. And then after that, we just went home, chill, okay. mm-hmm.
2: and went to oh, the Afropunk the next day, right? Because Afropunk yeah. was the next
0: day. But we, I have to say... I should say this, that every time we went to bed when we couldn't get to sleep. <laughs> right. My my solution for sleep varies. <laughs> Most often I listen to guided meditations on YouTube <laughs> or an audiobook. And I was like, I don't really think Kara's gonna go for that. Probably not. <laughs> so we we just turned on Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross is on both <laughs> Hulu and Netflix. And when I tell you, Bob Ross can put you to bed and it'd be the yes. most
2: sl- peaceful sleep. When I tell you I
0: did that yesterday.
2: <laughs> you did? Yes. I put it on. I was like, I can't sleep. And I literally turned on Bob Ross. And Bob
0: Ross out. is the man. Yes. If you don't know who Bob Ross is, you're way too young to be <laughs> listening to this podcast. So we just watched Bob Ross paint some fucking dope ass clouds and mountains and trees. And listen to his voice and watch his little afro and <laughs> lift it off. And I highly recommend you get your Bob Ross on. But then Afropunk was the next day.
2: Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. We had to get our pictures in, of course. We did. Oh, okay, go ahead. Struggle. Tell the struggle. So we were in the Uber going somewhere. I forget where. And I saw this like burnt up van with graffiti all over it and there was like a cool background be, you know behind the car and I was like we need to take a picture here but i was like mm, right that's
0: the area they told us not
2: to walk in yeah, right
0: so we need to find someone to go with right. us that's the only way i'm going there
2: Right, and we um, went to this shop. I forget, I don't remember the name. I of don't the remember shop. the name of his shop, but either. this guy, he was so nice. We told him he was what so our plan cute, was. Too. he was adorable. He was a young,
0: little young boy that had a crush yeah. on these two American girls, <laughs> but he was cute. I remember look. he had like he was built very nicely, yes, very nicely, very nicely, <laughs> and then he had these gorgeous tattoos. Yeah, his tattoos were like. The tattoos that you see in Hawaii, like yeah. those tribal tattoos, all over his very nice, yeah, triceps and biceps, yeah. and, things.
2: and they weren't corny. It was just like no. it suited him really well. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he was probably your age, actually.
0: Probably Kara more. offered to fucking host him. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, when you come to New York, we'll host you." Hey, but,
2: oh, <laughs> okay. I did. I I like, did not check in with her about this, <laughs> but we're going to talk about this later. But we and she got his number. We did, we did. Um, And then we asked him to actually like walk us over with his friends to help us, you know, just like you know, be there, just be
0: there, yeah. While
2: we take our own pictures, and they were so sweet. They agreed. He closed his shop, closed his entire shop, which is very can be very shocking for some, but in South Africa, it's very it's a very fluid place to be at. (laughs)
0: Time um, is If not they a thing. have to do
2: something, they'll put up a sign that says, be right back in five, and they'll be back in 20. And <laughs> more, it's great. For two hours. <laughs> right. Um, so he closed on his shop and Ashley walked us over. But we had taken just like, it had, there was just too much that had happened that day. And the rain was about to come down really, really hard. Yes. And I know you were saying we need to go. Right I kept now. saying that because I was
0: like, I know. Because it was cloudy all day. And I had been watching the weather like a mm-hmm. crazy person. I was like, I know that this rain is about to really mess us up. So I'm taking Kara's pictures. I'm like, yes, honey, yes. Yes. Arm here. You look fabulous, (laughs) beautiful, gorgeous. And then as soon, then finally, like, I think we felt a couple drops. And I was like, shit. Yeah. So literally, I ran over and I was yelling at her like, no, take it higher. Higher. (laughs) I know that's not high enough. Kara likes to take... Pictures of me from angles that are not flattering. So we've been working on that
2: on that trip. Look, like I learned a lot over it's, this. Vacation. Listen, for women
0: who have large chests and maybe a little waist on them, you need to take your pictures from the top down, always <laughs> angle down, never dead on. So Kara starts taking my picture and it starts to rain on my whole parade. (laughs) And I'm like, I just,
2: I was snapping. And then I was like, oh my God. She was just
0: snapping. She wasn't even looking. I was just like, fuck. And what was so crazy was that I should say this. I was trying to contact Shanti. Oh. (laughs) Remember I was trying to contact Shanti because Renee's episode last week, she wanted an edit in her episode, which is fine. But we didn't have the Wi-Fi, so I was like, okay, maybe Shanti, I can edit this, possibly, and Shanti can get it up. But I wanted to make sure that Renee's episode didn't go out. Can't find Shanti. Jasmine's looking for her. Amanda's looking for her. <laughs> Kate, like, we're all in a group chat. Amanda calls her mother. We call Sable. No <laughs> one knows where Shanti is. Finally, I get... Uh, message from shanti like hey i'm in panama
2: it's like what (laughs) shanti sagittarius that is
0: more shanti than i could ever like (laughs) explain to you so she's in panama and so obviously she can't edit this but the last thing she said was i'm in panama you look great you look like you're having a great time the next three photos on the timeline are all you (laughs) so i'm like Mm -hmm. oh now i have this pressure Mm -hmm. to try to get like a fire shot for the timeline right she knows Afropunk's coming right. up. She's like, you have to take a picture <laughs> of whatever you're doing. Like, this is your time. So I just kept thinking, I just need one shot. Just one. Ciao. And that's yeah. all I got was yeah. one shot. Yeah, that should work. Thank God. It did. You can, And if you Thank look God. on the photo, like, you can see the rain on my pants. <laughs> Ooh, that's fine. Or my pants. Or lack thereof. I really didn't have any pants on. And I was supposed to go out in underwear. And I chickened out and made Kara go back upstairs. And then I put shorts on under that <laughs> outfit. Because I just couldn't handle it. But we went to Afropunk. We did. We it made it. It was amazing. It was the best Afropunk I think yeah. I've ever attended. Afropunk Joe Burke is so yeah. much better yeah. than
2: Afropunk it, Brooklyn. You feel calmer there. You don't feel like anxiety. Oh my about. God. Am I missing a performance? Am I doing this? No. Am I in the right place? Like, you know. But the
0: best part was that all the stages are next to each other. Yes. And no one is performing simultaneously. Right. Which I know that's not like traditional right. music festival setup. But... It really worked for me. It's a good for it's a, a chill crowd. It's super chill. And it was like, while someone was performing on the green mm-hmm. stage, you know, they were setting up on the red stage. Mm-hmm. And then the DJ stage was right in the middle. Yeah. So when the green stage was done, there'd be a DJ set. You didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. You just stood right there. They had so many more vendors, which I thought was really great yeah. because...
2: They were I really, so interesting too.
0: Yeah. And I really like oh the God. idea of folks... Because they, they... I think that the people at Af- Well, you talk to them. <laughs> you can talk about that later. But I think that they are recognize that people travel yeah. to Joburg for it. And so that there's foreign money coming in. Mm-hmm. And so I really like the fact that we were able to see so many different creatives and support their business. Right, right. Because there were just... It was like person after person with dope stuff like jewelry, clothes. Mm-hmm dolls i mean yeah. you got rolling papers right. like just yes. really innovative <clears throat> cool st- mm-hmm. like purses beautiful work and i would say that the quality of stuff there to buy was light years ahead of yeah, what of is yeah. available at the brooklyn one love the brooklyn one but this was really cool and this was the first time we did vip yeah vip never felt worth it in yeah. brooklyn because it's there's not, nothing really there's happening. There's nothing new. You're no. just sitting on the same ground right. as everybody else. This was not the case,
2: yeah. Please explain VIP. So, from as soon as we saw it, it was basically that VIP section is a little bit more elevated, a little, it's very elevated, it's very elevated. and they have it has like a a covering tent and they have bars, so they have like two like steps to it, basically. Mm. And there's bars on every step, and they just had the tier right, they had two tiers, right? It was amazing, <laughs> and then they just had drink vouchers for all of the VIP people uh, as soon as they came in, past food. Food. They were giving us so much food. Little
0: bunny chow. Oh, my God. Chicken on a skewer. Yeah. Fruit on a skewer. Yeah. Potatoes. They had bags of fried chicken. Yeah. Delivered to each table. When right. they gave me this bag of fried chicken... I was so grateful. Yeah, I was like, you were this? really happy. I was, because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because we had put, so this year, Afro Punk, they went cashless, which was really cool. Yeah. You got, you just put money on like this wristband and then they scanned it. That was, that worked out great. But we did not need to put any money on that mm-hmm. wristband because we were fed. Yeah. Like, completely. Completely fed, yeah. drinks, everything. And our view of the stage was perfect. Yeah. There was enough space to dance, there mm-hmm. was enough space, like, if you're going to experience Afropunk anywhere, I would say Joe Berg Yeah, is... Joe Berg
2: VIP is amazing. <sighs> and even even if you don't do VIP... And
0: VIP was only for for Americans, like, maybe like 15 more dollars. Yeah. It was
2: so worth yeah. it. Especially because it rained as hard as it did both days. It
0: rained so hard. Yeah. And people were out there jamming in the rain. Yeah. And it was cold rain too. It was
2: really cold. It was not even warm. It was rain. such a vibe though. It was like the show must go on. The show must go on. And it did. It, it did. did. People did. were
0: out there in the mud mm-hmm. dancing and kicking and Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> um and then at <laughs> at Afropunk the the first day. I was just standing there eating this wonderful (laughs) veggie burger from Avo Avo Burger, right? And this shit was so good. It had like pickled cabbage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. pineapple, not fried, uh, grilled pineapple. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. Like I didn't miss the meat. Mm -hmm. And this man to my (laughs) right was like, what is that? And I looked up and was like, oh. And I just said, oh, it's a veggie burger. And Mm -hmm. then I like kind of left it there like (laughs) do you want some (laughs) and i ate it and came back and he was like where did it go (laughs) because i i ate it pretty quickly and i was just like oh i devoured it (laughs) and from there on out we were like inseparable yeah that was like my homie homie from like fifty thousand years (laughs) ago but i had just met him it was an instant connection instant vibe Laughter yeah. he was super cool, and he was obviously somebody' because everybody and their mother knew him, yeah. um, but he was just like real chill, um great energy, and so that day, like him and Kara connected because they have a love for all sorts of all sorts of things, <laughs> sorts of things. <laughs> um but he um. Yeah, he was like, well, we should meet up the next day. And we were like, okay, cool. Like, where should we meet? We're like, we're going to meet at this pole under VIP. (laughs) He was like, all right, cool. So we had made those plans. When we left, we were still like, it's talking, on IG. Like, just a super cool, refreshing human. Refreshing is a good word. Yeah, refreshing. refreshing. Like, didn't want anything from us. Wasn't trying to press up. Wasn't trying to, like... Mm -hmm getting anybody's pants or scheme or like and he left us alone remember he was like okay well this was really nice meeting you I'm gonna go over here now and give you guys space yeah it's like
2: oh yeah it was awesome cool he did him really hard
0: he just did whatever he wanted whatever he wanted to do so that was cool and we say that because the next day we got up got ready took more pictures
2: that was a much calmer day for me to get ready for new year's I was like yeah, you were chilling. Yeah. Because your outfit was so cute. No, oh, thanks. It was also like, we didn't have to rush to go anywhere. We didn't. And we took pictures right in our like, took hotel. Took pictures in the
0: hotel. It was already raining, so we were just like, we already yeah. know what this is about. Right. But we had plans to meet him. Yes. So we got to Afropunk. And they're so smart. They put hay all over the mud. Mm-hmm. Even though it was still raining cats and yeah. dogs. It lasted for like a solid two yeah. hours, but then it was just muddy again. But we met up with him. And... He, like, because he happened to be, I don't know who, I don't, I don't know who he is. I don't know. You still don't know. He is someone fancy, though. He has to be. We wound up in, what was that tent? Oh, um, some liquor. Mas- Mascal? Mascal? Yeah. Some kind of liquor. Mascal. Yeah. Some kind of whiskey that was really good. Um, the only, like, yeah. fancy people could go in. Like, we can't go in there shit. Yeah. But he brought us in there. And like had you do a whole curated experience. Yeah, so
2: he gave me little to no information. (laughs) Right. And sat me down at this table and it was great because I saw food everywhere. I was like, great. And there was like alcohol and everything. But it was like by a chef, a very famous chef. Yeah, very famous chef. And you put on these headphones and they basically take you through quote unquote an experience. And he describes all of the food that you're getting. And it's very like communal style. So you pick up the trays and you're passing it along. So everyone's kind of eating the same thing. And um, it was really cool. Like, I vibe with the people immediately. But, but, again, I had little to no information of who I was sitting with. I ended up sitting with a bunch of people that, like, you know, helped. No, tell spread. them how, they, yeah. how you felt how you so that. So I was talking to this one woman who was so cool. And she. I asked her, I was like, you know, how long have you been coming to Afropunk? Like, you know, do you enjoy it? Like, I was just asking a very general question uh-huh. you would ask somebody. And she basically, in so many words, told me that she was on the board of directors. and. <laughs> I was, I wasn't embarrassed. I just laughed really hard at myself. And I said, wow, I'm really sorry. I have no idea where I'm sitting. Um, and then she she kind of gives me a rundown of what I was a part of. She said, this is really the people who are like, you know, really at the head of Afro punk and we're all just having a dinner and that's all. But she said, we're so happy that you're here. And not once did she make me feel like, hey, why are you here? And you should not be here. You're sitting at someone else's table. Um, but she was so cool. We like talked and she gave me all of these different shots that she had gotten that she was like, I'm not finishing any of these. Um, but it felt oh, like home. Yeah, you had shots. Oh my God. I had so many shots because I got hers and the guy next to me. He was really cool too. <laughs> and he was immediately about making me feel comfortable and I felt so comfortable. Um, but our friend also at one point comes down to make sure that I was comfortable and I was That's just like. That's because I was freaky. So I was upset <laughs> so, while you were doing that because there was no space for me at the table. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was upstairs watching... In the VIP VIP section. Right, so there was a downstairs where you couldn't watch the shows where all the fancy people just listened. Yeah. And there was like an upstairs part where you could watch, but you have like a view over the entire mm-hmm. field, like yeah. Constitution Hill, where you watch. And I was up there freezing. <laughs> getting... because was, There was like umbrellas, but it wasn't covered completely like no, VIP. I so I was up there with our friend... And I was I kept looking down. I, he could tell that I had anxiety. He was like, I can't see her. Like yeah. I need to be able to see her.
2: Yeah.
0: And he was like, I'll go check on her and he went down. Like and it was That sweet. was the type of vibe he was. Yeah, no, he was
2: great. <laughs> and he was and like, And he even How saved our table
0: at VIP yeah. too at the other VIP.
2: That, that was, was yeah, it was awesome. And yeah. um that experience was also awesome. We talked more about like, you know, just the direction AfroPunk would be going in, but it was awesome, the whole experience, being able to like sit with people who have And she this- asked
0: you your opinion, right? Yeah, she
2: was asking me my opinion on like just what was going on in AfroPunk Brooklyn, like, you know, how things are getting bigger and better. Um so it was cool. It was really cool. And um I'm really thankful for that experience because like although I had no idea where it was at, it was really nice to know that like this festival that we support every year mm-hmm. also has people at the top that is all you know are as mm-hmm. supportive with each other. And Um, they, you know, they treat everybody really well. I will say that. So that was good. good. That was good. And that was musically. Well, we didn't even talk about the music. The music the first night was great. Amazing. It
0: was super. The music the first day was like very, um, South African. Yeah. And like, it was so dope.
2: I was shazamming everything.
0: Yes. It was like, I loved every artist Especially whoever those uncles were.
2: Yeah. There were these like. They all had those hats on too. They were all wearing really solid colors. There were like these
0: five or six uncles on stage, killing it, like had choreography. They had like old dress pants on, sweatpants, and jeans, like not Mm -hmm. dressed up with like polo shirts and these hats, and were just. Karen. Coordinated
2: dances, like really hard. Like it would come out of nowhere. Like they would just be singing, and then the next thing they were getting in line. They'd start dancing. And I was like, what But it was going like cute uncle dancing. It was so cute. I was, I was so into it. It was them. really cute. But the second day was
0: like, "Uh, who is that? What's that woman's name? Who was killing it?" We're oh, not going to remember. Of course not. Let me look up the app. But then there was, I mean, DJ. DJ and ISB is yeah. my girl. She's
2: she's amazing.
0: I if you don't know DJ and ISB, you need to look her up. She doesn't have that much stuff on SoundCloud, but she does have some and
2: it's enough. Like it'll help you get through your work. There really she instantly.
0: gets the yeah. party yeah. started. Like as soon as she went on, it was just like
2: yeah,
0: unreal. Then there, Big
2: Frida. Yeah, Big Frida. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot big, about that. Big fucking Frida. She was great. She was amazing. Started the. It was the first day, right? She yeah, she was it off the first really day.
0: Well. Oh, this is her name. I don't know how to say it. Dancidwa? Tandiswa, Tandiswa, yeah, Tandiswa. She's if y'all y'all gotta check her out. T H A N D I S W A. She has it's like a spiritual experience watching her. Like she, she didn't give a fuck. She didn't give a fuck. She was out there with all her titties out. Mm-hmm. She had a black get up on, and then it purposely stopped no. <laughs> right <laughs> under her breast. And had mesh mm-hmm. for the top of her, the, for her entire top, and just had her titties out. And she just kept saying, "Like they got to get used to our bodies." While she like was rubbing on herself, she and I was completely here for it. She we were standing in the, in
2: the like the really harsh rain at that point, so just like really... it was raining on her so terribly, yeah. and she, she was care. so with it. She just kept being like, "We're getting blessed, yeah, we're
0: getting blessed," and like people, people were standing there for her. She was a,
2: she was like literally the definition of Afro Punk. Yeah, I she agree. was great. Um, yeah. And that's, what, that's the other thing I noticed about this Afropunk was that it was, it was much punk. more punky. Right. It was yeah. punk. Way more punk. It
0: was way more punk. From like
2: even their merchandise to like the general vibe, it was yeah. much more punk yeah. and I loved that. Um, then there was Thundercat.
0: Amazing, as always. Yeah, Kara was losing her <laughs> shit. I have to be honest, I don't listen to Thundercat. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then there was my favorite, we rang hmm. in the new year with, Kate mm mm-hmm. Anywhere Catronata goes, I want to be. Catronata brings the vibe. If you don't know Catronata, you're really missing out on a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, Catronata just gives you the music that you need to feel good, to vibe, to dance, and to just, like, be. Yeah. I feel. Um, All the moods. Yeah. Which was when the clock, you know, when everything. It was super cool, too, because when. When the clock did strike 12, an ISB was still playing, mm-hmm. and then it flowed straight into K. Oh,
2: okay. There was no break. Oh, wait, wait, I do remember that. She
0: spun, and then he picked up right where she was at. He was like, uh, happy new year, to, you know, Joe
2: Berg. and like the everybody really started, well. yeah, it was really, really great. Um, and the fireworks were beautiful. Fireworks were gorgeous. They really did a good job. Even in the rain, I was really surprised. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I forget, You're right, it was rain. how they do yeah. that? That was good.
0: Um and then the internet ended it.
2: Yeah, and I've heard some mixed reviews about the internet going live. But I really enjoyed their. They turned
0: it up. I've seen them. This would be my fourth time seeing them live, and Sid was like, obviously Sid is doing better. Sid (laughs) wasn't always well. Yeah. Um. But she really like had a great stage presence, Mm -hmm. and she seemed really excited. She dominated that. She
2: did. Yeah.
0: And the women. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) The
0: women. (laughs) Me. Right. You. Everybody. (laughs) When that lady, it's something about her now. She ain't right. Like, (laughs) she she had those women screaming.
2: I'm sure for very good reasons.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, But she had them going ham out there. And she was singing in her little falsetto cute voice. But she was all, like, dominant energy. It's so, it's such a mind fuck to watch her. Because it's like, you hear her and she's just singing up here real sweet. But then, like her vibe yeah. and her energy and her approach is just so hands on yeah. and dominant that you're like, yeah, it was great. Wait, what? So yes, and our friend was with us the entire time, who re- remained nameless. Kara picked up a couple friends along the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did. You know, I was sitting. I was sitting there. You know, in the in the plane coming back, and I was thinking about my New Year's experience, and I was really like. I really brought it in the way I wanted to (laughs) and it was like no fucks given. Um, Really no fucks given. And it was just all about just going for it. And that's what happened. You
0: sure did. Kara found... (laughs) When I tell you Kara's milkshake brings (laughs) the boys to the yard, Kara had about five lovers in that VIP section. And they were all about her. And somehow she juggled them drunk as hell. I watched this girl take my whiskey drink and pour it into her gin drink and drink it. And I knew from there it was gonna be bad. And she, it just the night took a turn <laughs> because Kara got free and everybody saw it. And they were like, we are in love with our
2: Punjabi queen. And yeah. And next to no clothes. That was a good ass time. Yeah. Oh, and she
0: was butt naked too. Yeah, and I'm sitting there with my one friend, like I'm gonna keep it right where it's at. He was very nice to me all night now. Um, so we ended up leaving a group of us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> ended yeah. up leaving.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a great night. Yeah, it, it was. It was a
2: great night. Yeah. I think it was a really good way to and we 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 didn't talk about our affirmations that we had right Oh
0: now. my god, yes. Yeah,
2: so New Year's Eve we actually before we went to Afropunk. Yeah, we had some cool <clears throat> breakfast. It wasn't the best, but it was that was by far the <laughs> And that you know what? And it wasn't that's even not even bad. It wasn't even bad. It, even bad. it was here. just like this isn't As fluffy of an egg as the other one, right. We were really being American. (laughs) Um, And we wrote down our affirmations during breakfast. And, um, you know, just thinking about that, I feel like we both had nights where we were able to reaffirm those parts of us. And I know I did. And I Mm. feel like we brought in the new year exactly with the energy that we wanted to. Yes,
0: I'm willing to share a little bit about my experience. (laughs) Uh, We're kind of talking around it. So this gentleman that I met... Ended up feeling like, like a, what did you call it? A twin flame? Twin
2: flame. Yeah, I felt it. And I wasn't even part of this.
0: (laughs) But you were around us the whole Uh time. But he was just, uh, if you ever meet someone who's just, um, you know that they're a good person, a kind person. Um, I could look at him and see that he had been hurt Mm -hmm. and that he got a lot of joy out of making other people feel good because he knows how it feels not to feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, And he ended up, we ended up spending a lot of time together. Like, we didn't go to sleep before our flight the next Mm day because it was like, we're on borrowed time. I'm probably, I might not ever see you again. Mm -hmm. And he ended up reading me like, Strumming my fucking pain with his fingers. Mm -hmm. It was like, how dare you kill Mm -hmm. me so softly Mm -hmm. in this way? Like, this man looked at me, didn't know anything about me really outside of just observing me for, what, 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And he was just saying things to me. I felt like God chose him Mm -hmm. to speak Mm -hmm. to me. And he was telling me, he kept telling me not to settle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, He kept telling me very specific um, details about my personality Mm -hmm. and why I am the way I am. He said that I like to be in control, but not control of people, that I like to control outcomes Mm -hmm. because I like to make sure that the outcomes are peaceful ones Mm -hmm. Um, and that I can be in my head way too much that I'm not often present because I like to control outcomes. And he got this
2: in 24 hours. Right.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. From just watching me deal with you, from watching Mm -hmm. me like kind of deal with him, like, oh, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Um, He told me, he told me that I'm somebody who loves very deeply, but Mm -hmm. I'm not always loved through Mm -hmm. the way that I should be. He told me just, he just reiterated so many things that I needed to hear um, talk to me about worthiness. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Talk to me about um, not shying away from my talent, from who I am as a woman. Um, There was one point where like he was very close with me and he kind of put his hand on my stomach and I kind of shuddered. Mm -hmm. But we had been dancing and like grooving all night. So it was like, it's just my stomach. And he called me out on that and was like, I've been up on you all night. Like we, there's a vibe. Like you feel it. I feel it, but you're still worried about your stomach. You're not present. Right. That's powerful. Right. And he was like, I'm not worried about that. But it was just like that entire, I don't know, that entire uh, meeting, that entire evening. It just really resonated with me very deeply. And he's somebody that I hope that I stay in contact with because I feel like he's the type of person that would only make me better
2: Yeah,
0: and and holds me accountable in a very gentle way. Um, But it's also really interesting to me because I don't know him. So there's like a certain amount of curiosity there as well. Right. And, um, you know, throughout the evening, I just realized that through us talking and through just his own actions and his care of both of us that yeah. night. Um that he gave me back a lot of I think what I had been missing. Yeah. And missing in terms of myself. Like yeah. I had lost certain parts of of me like, with him, there was a very carefreeness about me that I don't usually have. Like, you know me. Yeah. I'm not going to go and, like, go hang with somebody who I don't know that right. well. It's just not what I do. I'm not going to this VIP yeah. section. I'm not leaving my friend downstairs by herself. Like, right. there's just certain things I'm not doing. But with him, for whatever reason, I just
2: trusted it. He made, he made both of us feel pretty safe.
0: Right. It was safe. That was the other thing. Yeah. There was a level of safety that I felt. With him, like, in all honesty, I ended up staying with him um, and, like, just talking the entire, like, until the wee hours of the morning. And it was, like, I did not feel unsafe. Yeah. I did not feel any pressure to do anything. Yeah. He was just holding space for me. And I, we cried. (laughs) Like, I rang in the new year crying with this kind of stranger. Right. um, We're... You know, I shared really intimate details about myself, about my past. Like, we talked about me having um, a history of sexual abuse, me having a history of lower self-esteem than what Mm. I should, talking, talking me through that, talking me through pain from relationships, Um, and then asking me what I actually wanted. And I think that was a thing, like to hear that come up through my, it's one thing to like think it, but to say it out loud and have it like come up through your, from your throat and hear yourself say it it and speak it into existence. Like I really, I do want a family. I do want the love of my life. I do. And I'm, and the last couple of years I've just been preparing myself not to have it. And he kind of helped me, I think in a way, be open to being loved again. Mm -hmm. Because I'm very, and that's what he said to me. He's like, you're very ready and willing to love. Like, I can see that on you. But he just kept saying, I don't see you like being open to being loved. Mm -hmm. And he was like, there's a worthiness about you that I think everybody else around you sees that you don't see. And you have to get to the core of that. Yeah. And, like, having somebody, like, a stranger say that to you is a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: And even, like, I didn't want to, like, I was nervous about hanging out with him after hours. I was nervous about all that. And he was like, listen, I might not ever see you again. We're on borrowed time, but you do what you want. Like, but, you know, you are in your head every time that we're not dancing, every time that we're not joking. Because we cracked a lot of jokes, too. It wasn't always serious. He would say, you go back to this place of anal- analyzing it mm-hmm. and, should- and judging yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: should you be doing this? Should you be doing that? And he was like, it's a defense mechanism. And you have to have it because obviously something's happened to you right. where you need it.
2: Right.
0: And it was just like a lot. It was yeah. like emotionally a lot. But like the tears the next day, uh, because like we had the flight to yeah. Cape Town. And I did wow. not want to leave him. I was just like... This human just came into my life and, like, kind of turned it upside down and in a way that, like, I think I'm going to remember forever. And there's no way that he is not, like, spiritually in tune with ancestors, with God, with something where these messages were delivered to me through him.
1: Right.
0: In such a way that was so <clears throat> gentle and and I needed I needed it, the way he... Gave it to yeah. me. Because I'm
2: sure these signs have came up for you before. I was like, what? Yeah. But the thing that was crazy. They were packaged was so nicely. They
0: were packaged so nicely. And from someone who <clears throat> didn't know me. Mm-hmm. So it just resonated. For whatever reason, it resonated so much more. Like, how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. Right. How could you possibly right. know? Right. The stuff he called me out on was just like, oh, mm-hmm. are you serious? And then the stuff that he saw in me that he enjoyed was stuff that I really mm-hmm. hadn't heard. Mm. You know? Like, I was, like, really geeky and dorky with him. And yeah, that's just not who free. I am. That's yeah. not who I am on the norm. But it is who I am when I'm comfortable. Like, my yeah. best friends will tell you yeah. that I'm the dorkiest one out the group.
2: Because
0: yeah. I'm, like, want to be up under everybody and right. be all, you know, chummy and lovey yeah. and cuddly. And it's just, like, that's not who you get right away. So yeah. that was an amazing experience. Shout out to him. I won't say his name. But he's, he's, I just, God bless. God yeah. bless that man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how I rang in my new year. I rang in my new year with getting my fucking
2: <laughs> world rock. Yeah, I was right. Like, what? What right. did you just say? But you know, you you know, I know you've taken a lot of time to process that, but also covering the fact that you were so lucky to have that yes. experience. Mm-hmm. So I do believe some, you know, that there will be future contact. But in case there isn't, this is something huge for you to keep. Definitely, so close to your. Heart I wrote. I wrote right. him like a long
0: long uh reflection um and he wrote me a long one and it was like it's just intense it was just yeah. intense and it was really um in tune with my with my intentions that i wrote
2: yeah
0: um that morning for that morning that you 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 brought that up and i wrote like this will be the year of radical self-love, exploration and abundance. Mm-hmm. And it looks like saying no more, looks like saying yes more, seeing the god in myself, like I, I don't know how many times he brought that up. And really went to the core of why I don't. And yeah. like to sit like with a stranger holding his hand and crying. <laughs> like right after dancing all night and just having like a super whimsical free right. fun night and then just having real all carefree of a sudden real
2: intense right. real quick was like whoa what yeah so but it's also something you you respond to positively not everyone's definitely. To do that. you know i so yeah i some people have so been appreciate. freaked out and just shut yeah, down I'm like yo what are you
0: doing yeah, yeah i so appreciated him yeah
2: and his know. birthday was a day before mine, so I oh, appreciate and he's, that he's another Sag. He's a day after a, Shanti yes. too. God, so I really. Appreciate so I was like, so
0: it's Shanti, you, and Kara. Yeah. <laughs> great. Just all back to back. Something about these sages.
2: You really know. get along with them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was your uh, New Year's? So my New Year's was great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I met I met somebody from Brooklyn, which was hilarious for me because. <laughs> I also oh, I wanted to meet people. I forgot from about him. Yeah, I wanted like, to meet people from South Africa, from Joburg specifically. And I turned around and talked to somebody, and I was like, "Wait, where are you from?" Because like, accent was all from here. <laughs> he said, "Uh, you know, I'm from Brooklyn." So I immediately was like, "All right, like, this is great and all, and you know, this is a good connection to make." But I also want to meet somebody else right. that's from here. So. I had separated from internet and was just out yes. in the VIP section getting drinks and whatever. And I met somebody else. He was super cool. He was immediately very, his energy really attracted me. He was very relaxed, mm-hmm. very chill. And he kind of just looked at me and was like, what's up? So we started talking. And I, being the chatterbox that I am when I'm very drunk like that, I was yeah. just like, dah, 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 dah. I just kept going. And I really appreciated that he just kind of like, took on my energy and got excited by it and was kind of looking at me at one point like, all right, like, you're like a child, but it's cute. Right. And he was, uh, I think he had gotten out of a long day of work, but I think he was just, like, really... We were both really attracted to each other, other's energy, and I was like, great, this is somebody that I would like to, like, talk to more and get to know more, but also recognizing the fact that, again, we are in South Africa. Right, we're leaving. Right. So I had a cool night with him. He... Was very in tune with himself and very secure. He was cool. He didn't ever have the need to talk too much, ever. And I really appreciated that about him because I was, I feel like I attract a lot of men that just talk. Mm. They don't listen. They talk. They talk. And then I finally get a word in it and they're like, whoa. And they're just like surprised by like whatever I say. So, to find somebody who like, was so quirky and would do like one-liners yeah. and was so dry about it, I would just laugh. And I was like... And he just didn't know he was funny. He was just saying things. And I was like, you are hilarious. I, I think have no idea. that's most of the men there. They're yeah. really funny. They're so funny. And they have like the driest sense of humor. <laughs> so, every time I'm there, I'm like, fall in love with somebody. And <laughs> I was so attracted to this guy's energy that I was like, I need to speak to him and really get to know him. But... You know that was my drunk mind speaking. Immediately, I was like, "Oh my god, we have a flight to catch in the morning. Like, what are <laughs> we gonna do?" So we had a good night. We ended up talking about just like, especially in the morning, we were talking about. We got to the rooftop of this place we were at, and that you weren't even supposed <laughs> to be on. So he <laughs> said told me very he, specifically, he do not me, go to the. Yeah, room. he was like, you know, I've done this before; it's fine. So I was like, all right, I'm just really trusting of strangers. So we went up to the roof, we were talking, and he was describing gentrification across through mm. Johannesburg, and he was talking about, like, what he's done. Um, and it seemed really cool because both of the things that we were talking about seemed to align at one point, and we both kind of just looked at each other and we, like, took it in mm-hmm. and didn't say anything. We are just kind of like, okay. Um, and it's always interesting because, you know, when anybody's away traveling, I think we've had this, like general sense of ease that we don't have once we're back at home doing our routine. When we're out of our routine, we're much much more trusting, much more open, much more, like, excitable about things. And in that moment, I was just like, this guy is so cool. And I do not have, like, a person that's, like, that relaxed in my life and just kind of, like, appreciated me. And he, like, the, even the affirmations, he was, like, it was weird. Like, I've, I think I'm still processing the fact that I was able to give him the words of encouragement, or at least, you know, we talked about it and it seemed like I did, Um, gave him the words of encouragement. Because he's an up-and-coming designer. Right, and he was able to do the same for me, but in a very different way, and we both had not talked about what we needed. Like, we just kind of were, like, saying things to each other, and I found myself saying, like, you're going to kill it. Like, this is going to be awesome, and you're going to have a good time with, like, whatever you do in the future. And, you know, whether we talk or not, again, but, like, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of growth this year and he just gave me all these affirmations uh that I needed for this year and a lot of them I think came back to like me not being as open with myself as I, you know, try to be and I'm very open but I feel like I need to step out of my comfort zone this year and it's like really terrifying but literally the new year showed me that like I can just do it. Mm-hmm. I am able to step out and do you know, be in different environments and really thrive. And I um, am doing a lot of self-talk, and the talk is really like getting me, getting to me to the point where I'm like, wait, can I do this? Like, if I step out of this comfort zone, whether it's my job, whether it's like just like different things that I do in routine in my life, and I'm not a routine person. So um, even reflecting the fact that while we were on vacation, I was able to step out of that and go back to Kara that went to you know South Africa years ago and was really doing her like. Having so much fun and meeting people and then making connections without thinking like, hey, I'm networking. It's and almost like that.
0: a childlike thing. Yeah. Like
2: you get caught yeah. up in
0: that pattern of right. work, work, work. And I think that's what was really interesting about <laughs> the guy that I met. Yeah. Because he ended up telling me that he's a stockbroker. Yeah. By day and creative by night. Right. Like very respective creative. Right. And I just thought to myself, oh my God, that's like the duality that I'm searching yeah, for. right. Of like being this professional person by day and then being this right. like creative podcaster, singer, right. or actress at night. Right. And, and it doesn't, he, you
2: know, and it, it depends on how you look at it right. too because it doesn't have to look so like perfect. And in reality, it might be so hard, but he's like, he gets to say that and he gets to be proud well, of Well, he that. quit. That, yeah.
0: that was really interesting. He said that he quit and moved in with his parents for a year and then picked up a camera by accident. Now he's like one of the photographers out and he's there. He's taking and good it, pictures. Yeah, that's like moving cool and pictures. shaking and like doing yeah. stuff. But now he's gone back to it because he's like, oh, it affords me to do my passion projects. Right. These are my passion projects. Yeah. I was so inspired by yeah. that. And I was like, I have to remember just that. Just do it. Just not being, I just feel boggled down yeah. by, I think, the just being a grown up.
2: Yeah. I felt
0: like when we were out there and we were on vacation and we were in a new environment and it was such a free environment because they are not boggled down people.
2: No, not at all.
0: They do not care. Even by the
2: weather, they're not boggled down. No, by
0: the weather, they're like, if it's raining too hard today, I'm not opening my shop. Yeah. (laughs) If it's like, they just do what they want to do and there's a certain level of freedom that I so admire. Yeah. The crazy in me thinks that it's like, it gives me anxiety because I'm like, I need to know if you're open tomorrow. because yeah. I need to know if I can come back and get this, right, right. whatever. But like.
2: But the, things always work out. And right. I mean, that's and that was like, the thing. The it, everything
0: was working out. Yeah. There was just so many <clears throat> lessons. Yeah. In that space. Yeah. And the care that they took. Of, of us and yeah. the, just the whole vibe, the whole way of being. Yeah. It's just so different. So less stressful. And of course there's, there's poverty. Yeah. There's folks that are hella stressed because yeah. they're hella poor and there's gentrification and that shit is everywhere. But the, I'm talking about the overall feeling. It was like, I kept searching for like, how is it going to feel when you finally go to Africa? Right. Right. And I was so happy that I, not so happy but i was kind of happy that i didn't go to like a school and like do the whole like hi i'm an american i'm going to yeah, help you like right. and i'm going to it just feels so typical yeah um it's like even some of the people that i was talking to who wanted gifts back they're like bring me something african like with the tiger on and i'm like
2: that's not yeah like this
0: place is a thriving yeah. the st- the style, the fashion period, will blow us out of the water right, any day. Right. The photography, the hair, the—I mean, just—I don't know how to... it was. Just yeah. like they're on a a whole other level. Yeah. Of um, freedom. The yeah. da- even the dancing, the movement, how they, what beats they mm-hmm. were on, what rhythm they were on. It was all. It was different.
2: Yeah, I think one of my so. From South Africa, my best memory was um, my first time when I was there studying abroad. One of my friends, Tibiso, he he would just show up unannounced and showed up at my host mother's house. and was like, we're going for a drive. And I was like, okay. And it was the sun was setting. And I still remember this so vividly. Sun was setting. I got in his car. And he just, he loved to drive his little car. We're driving around. And he's going to take me to this little bar called Shabin. And he plays his music really loud. That's the other thing. So in Durban, and Johannesburg, this was very much alive too, but music is loud. Mm -hmm. And you will always know the popular songs because you will hear Hear, it in the street as you're walking. So he's playing something that was really popular at that time. And we're driving really slowly down these roads. And there was all these kids just out. And I guess they were coming home from school. And literally as the sun is setting, they stop. And we stop the car And to be suppling the music even louder, and it's all these kids that just start forming a circle and dancing. Oh, I love it! And I am just watching from this car, and I'm like so happy that like, I don't know. It's like no matter what kind of day they had, they could have had the shittiest day. As soon as they hear the music, they're alive. There's joy. Yeah, and that sort of appreciation is like really, really hard to even like see here. And, because uh, people
0: are so fucking boggled down
2: with everything. It's a and, rat yeah. race. It I mean, didn't feel imagine... like a rat race there. No, and Even imagine the us people. Right, we were like both of us. Uh, you know, we were looking forward to this vacation because we were like, whoa, right? It's a we lot. We needed it. We needed yeah. a break, and it was great. It was the it was the greatest break that we. It needed. was. So this is the thing we need to do.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Every winter we need an escape, and that is the biggest. Yeah.
0: I gotta find my twin flame again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um no, so okay. So that was our that was our New Year experience. And then Cape Town. Uh, Cape Town. Cape Town arrived. I was crying in the airport because I was just like <laughs> was still reeling ready. with like everything that happened the night before with old. I was boy. standing
2: in front of you. I turned around. Kara and turned did back. not
0: know what to do. I was just like weeping <laughs> with sunglasses on. She was like, oh, okay. Um but Cape Town, we get to Cape Town, whole other vibe. Beautiful. Gorgeous place. But it was interesting. The woman who we bought, the, the woman from Mali who we bought the bangles and stuff from, when I, remember when I went last, I went by myself that yeah. one time to get the mud cloth. And she said to me, you know, where are you ladies going? And I told her Cape Town. She was like, oh, she made a face. And I was like, I know everybody's doing that. Yeah. And she said, you know, it's just different. <laughs> You know, it's very touristy. She was like, I, I don't like it there because the people are just too busy. They they if if you're if you driving too slow they're beeping at you. If mm-hmm. you're this, if you're that and then she said, you know, if you make your um your traditional food, they don't like the smell, so they yeah. complain. I just thought, ew, after yeah. like this
2: experience yeah. that we had. The population is completely different. It's white. Yeah.
0: White tourists. Afrikaans, yeah. Afrikaans, It's just like, and that's fine. It's a beautiful place.
2: Yeah, but very tourist driven and it's very obvious as soon as you step out.
0: Exactly. And it's, I, I equate Cape Town to being like, Cape Town is Times Square. Yeah, right. And Joburg is Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's like, all the tourists are going to go yeah. to Times Square to look at the pretty lights. And in yeah. Cape
2: Town, it's the mountains, it's the views. Right. To There's so much like other stuff to do there. Right. It's not very people oriented. Right.
0: Yeah. But Cape Town is not the place where you're going to like yeah. meet people and like vibe and go on an adventure. Also, like
2: I've been there twice, and it's just been like every time it's been sad. It's been like, oh, we just left in these like somewhere so cool. And now we're here, it's super whitewashed, and it's like, great, like, we get to take all these pictures yeah. and stuff, But it's like, all right. At least our host
0: was amazing. She was. That Airbnb she was, so was sweet.
2: fabulous. It was. It was aesthetically beautiful, too. It was
0: aesthetically beautiful, it was comfortable, it was great. Um, and a woman is doing her fucking thing, they're renovating their house, yeah. which made me really happy, yeah. we, you know. I'm not crazy about staying at hotels. I want to support people as much as possible and brown people. Yeah. And she was a brown person yeah. in Cape Town. Right, right, Who owned a home whose home was lovely. Right. And that was really great.
2: Um, and she had the cutest sons. Cutest little they boys. So and sweet. her
0: location was perfect. So yeah. if anybody's going to Cape Town or interested in going to Cape Town and they want the information, please DM me. I'd be happy to right. recommend her to you. Um but yeah, Cape Town, we went to Tabletop Mountain.
2: Did that. No visibility. There was,
0: that was a little, when we finally got to the top, it was like foggy as hell and you literally could only see. There was a cloud. It wasn't even yeah. fog. There was literally a cloud. We were so high up yeah. that a cloud was blocking our view right. because all you saw was cloud around Yeah, you. That was kind of cool.
2: Yeah. It was, yeah. it's yeah. a different kind of experience yeah. to have there. It was cute. Had uh,
0: Ethiopian food there. Yes. That was delicious. A little
2: Ethiopia. Which we is highly recommend
0: it. And the tiniest
2: it's, little place, it's but little. it's worth
0: it. It's like, you could fit 10
2: people <laughs> in there, but it's Maybe. good.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then, yeah, like, if, you, if you're if you interested in shopping and yeah. doing, like, high-end, more high-end shopping, like clothing and yeah. things like that, I, I would recommend. That is
2: still, like, I guess, quote-unquote African aesthetic. Yeah, of.
0: there's still an African aesthetic, ec- ec- excuse me, aesthetic to yeah. it. Like, true. Um, but the food there is still so good. Sheesh. Yes, it was. Yes. There was not a bad meal in no. South Africa. No. Um, what else did we do? We did um, the Ferris wheel. We looked over the city. Um, the second day, we went to the beach. We went yes. to Boulder Beach, which was really cool. Yeah. It was just penguins walking all over the beach. And it was hella
2: windy. It was
0: very windy. <laughs> it was very windy. <laughs> um, the
2: sand hurt a bit.
0: Felt yeah. like little knives. Yeah. But... It was still really beautiful. Yeah. And that was great because that was like the first day of sun for us.
2: Yeah. And we actually got some sort of tannin that Yeah, day. that was good.
0: But then my favorite day was Lion's Head. Yeah. The next day. I did not so Lion's Head is a mountain yeah. in Cape Town. Two thousand one hundred and ninety five feet up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we were walking up that bad boy and within 10 minutes i was like hold up this is because it starts off as a trail and it's all very steep
2: uphill like... and we were tricked people kept telling us it would take an hour up and down to do no, it the does whole... not and it's not close
0: so we get up the trail finally like we're halfway up the mountain i'm like this is gorgeous like the views are insane you just see ocean you Mm -hmm. see tabletop mountain Mm -hmm. is right across the way and it's just it's just insane and you just see these houses that look like little legos yeah it's like a 360 view of the whole city yeah because the
2: uh, and the trail is going it's like spirals the mountain so you actually see a lot but
0: then the trail stops yeah and then it's just rocks and it's still somewhat of a trail because you're still going up you know this circular up the mountain but it's just rock climbing yeah. from there on out. And it's steep. Yeah. And it's not a lot of, like, how, it was like, what, a foot wide? Yeah, it was not. It, it was So crazy. if you took a wrong step, like, now that I'm thinking about it, if we that took a wild. wrong step,
2: we would have died. Completely. Completely. But also, as we are going off, there was people taking alternative routes up, yeah, like, through was, the grass and stuff. Tripping. That was stressed me out. Yeah. Because like, what are like, you doing? You don't have to prove something right now. <laughs> but... Yeah, one wrong step. One and wrong I step. I slid a couple of times and I was like... You did. That was stressful. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I Every time I smiled at myself, I was like, you were given another chance. Just keep going. You were given another like, chance <laughs> to live. I was talking to myself the whole time. Yeah, that was a spiritual thing. Yeah, Because yeah. it was like... It felt very much like my marathon experience where mm. I was like... I saw it when I said three... I was at mile three and I was like, I have ten more mile oh, miles... Oh, the half... Yeah. ...at this bitch right now. And I was like... You either quit now or you just start right. talking. I remember. I, I just started talking. I kept
0: asking you. I was like, "Are you good? Do you want to stop?" Because I, like, okay. I just, I was scared too. I was really scared. I remember thinking like, "I, I'm scared of heights." Yeah. I tried to face that, um, but I just kept thinking like, my mother had promised me, made me promise her rather that I would not do that. Yeah. Because I showed her the pictures of it in like a YouTube video.
2: And she's like, and she was out. like,
0: "Promise me that you will not do this." And I said, "Okay, I won't."
2: Yeah. But we did it. And you know what's crazy? I was really terrified on the Ferris wheel, but I wasn't scared of the heights there.
0: That was the thing with you. I yeah. was like, Kara is scared to death on a Ferris wheel. Yeah. How wasn't the hell scared. is she going to do this? Because it felt her?
2: very padded. Like there's like things behind me, things in front of there me. There was
0: like, nothing padded about that. We had a <laughs> padded foot. In the rock way. A foot. Yeah. I, I just keep thinking about that. Like, and I I don't want to exaggerate. Like it really was freehand yeah. rock climbing like there was a rock and like and you just figure out the best yeah. way to get up it
2: and i'm not speaking for anybody else but me i'm not out here doing that sort of fitness in my life <laughs> so i was really just kind of like all well, right
0: i yeah i enjoyed the workout <laughs> i
2: really did because i was getting I a little you did
0: i was like wow you did and when we got to the top i just felt so accomplished yeah, was i felt great. like ex- like again yeah. no fear Like 2019, you can't be afraid to meet somebody new and go talk to them and let them rip you apart and rip right. you to shreds and tell you yes. all the things that you need to work on yes. the and then all the reasons why you're great and like have this emotional experience. And then you just leave. And, and never then you'll see them again. Oh don't say that. That'll make me so sad. <laughs> and then you can't be afraid to yeah. go up this mountain that yeah. everybody else is there's people around you doing it. Yeah.
2: And yes, there are people turning back as well. Yeah. But like do you want to be that person? And right. remember I remember when at one point when I was could not figure out how to get to the side of this rock. Oh, yeah. And you were like, do you want to stop? And I was like, no. My first answer was always like, no, I don't want to stop. Mm -hmm. I was like, just give me a second. I'm going to figure it out. I stopped. And this is the way I also like, when that moment I saw how I operate in life where I'll stop and I'll acknowledge the fact that I might need a break and then I'll start observing and just watching rather than leaping in. So in that moment, what I should have done is just like gone in. But for me, I had to step back and watch like six other people climb the same rock and be like, okay, this I respected that because usually,
0: yeah, for me, a lesson in that was I usually push people, mm. and I started to notice that you needed your space because you were in front of me at one point, yeah, but it was making me nervous to watch you, yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna go ahead of her because yeah. I can't yeah. i I thought to myself, she's chosen to be on this mountain with me you're responsible for her, but only so much. Yeah. Right. And I decided to let that go of like, right. Just fe- I, I moved through life feeling so responsible for other people that yeah. it, it, I tend to, it hinders me sometimes. Yeah. Like I tend to make decisions based off of other people. And so I was like, I'm going to go ahead of her so that I can free myself up yeah. and experience right. this mountain myself. Right. And then when I realized like, okay, wait, she's not behind me, it was like, I wanted to go back down and be like, I can push
2: you up. I can do this. No, yeah. I'm so glad you just, you just continue. And I thought that's not what she
0: wants right yeah. now. That's not what she needs. Right. And like, it was such a lesson because I can be so overbearing
2: yeah. and I mean, well, Yeah.
0: but it's like, yeah. that's not, that's You're not what this yourself per- out. It's not just that, but I'm not giving that person what they... I'm not honoring them. That's not what they need or want from me. And so, that was really cool. And then, like, get to the top. And it just felt... We were up there for maybe five
2: minutes. We (laughs) We were were like, all right, we have to get down. Right, we were like, okay, cool. And going
0: down, I thought, was going to be really, really... It was really scary for me. That was
2: the funnest part for me. I was, like, sliding... I was like, oh this yeah, is I, great. I didn't love you sliding. <laughs> and I kept being like, you need to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> that was when I was like, and you this. showed me this this position you were in. And you're like, I'm basically in this position this whole time, and I was just sliding I was a spider down rocks. I was a butt spider. I was
0: like, my butt. <laughs> I mean, I was literally scaling down this mountain like Spider Man. I yeah. was not playing. Yeah, I was. I refused to stand up because so I was like, my center of gravity is going to be off. Yeah. I'm staying down. Right. and I didn't want to look <clears throat> down because like. Yeah. Going down, you
2: really see how being high up yeah. you are. You have to take that step by step. So I was literally taking it in that like one piece of whatever I had to do yeah. for that point. And I was like, all right, doing this. Next one, this. Yeah. So which is why it was like really. Exhausting. Another
0: great lesson. Right. As scared as you are, you can only put one foot in yeah. front of the yeah. other. Yeah. Going
2: up and going down. Yeah. And if, I was also like, we made it up. You know, at that point. You could like, die at any time. That's I know. You know what I was like. Sick. I was in, like, when you had almost twisted your ankle, I was like, this was oh a my shame.
0: god! I know. I That's why I was like, fell. sit down.
2: I was gonna be like, sit down. I, elevate it. I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm gotta not. keep going.
0: And mind you, we did all this completely dehydrated. Dehydrated. <laughs> in the I hot sun. drink.
2: I drink so much water when I'm sitting, like, <laughs> I, and I, I guess because you know we also didn't have all the information we should, you know. We're, we people just were, were ill prepared people were tricking us also because i right. think that guy also tried to lie to us on purpose um but we only had bought like a bottle each and then i drank i had drank most of hers and i was still so thirsty so yeah. it kind of like it made me sick because i was like i can't the sun is beating down hard and then all of this is happening at once it was it was a lot but yeah. we didn't faint nothing like that happened no we
0: didn't we didn't we did it And then afterwards, you rested. I rested. I went to Robben Island, Yes, which was quite the experience. Robben Island, for those of you that don't know, that is the island that had the prison where Mandela was imprisoned. Um, It was really interesting. People actually live on that island, which I think is a crazy town. Mm -hmm. Um, But they do. And the tour was really cool. You have to take a ferry there. But the, the most interesting part about the tour was that the tour guide that you have is a former, um, what is the word, political prisoner. Mm. Um, and the gentleman that I had was very candid, yeah, um, very matter-of-fact about everything, mm. um, until uh, one of the fellow people on the tour asked him, he said, how are you able to talk about this? Cause he was talking about some really traumatic experience that he had, like while we were in his cell. Yeah. Like it was, it was crazy to be, just think about that. Yeah. Yeah. To be in these walls, you know, and this is where he, this man was. Yeah. And he's telling us, you know, how one of the stories was that he was put in a ditch, um, and they put poured sand in the ditch and made him think they were going to bury him alive and they poured it up to his chin and then they made him beg for his life and the mm. the sand was so heavy that he can't move you and can't it, breathe you, well he, he had his, his his mouth wasn't in it oh wait no no his mouth was his nose wasn't
2: mm. but even your lungs trying to move oh stuff, yeah you're right yeah that's constricted i constricted think as of hell.
0: so he thought he was going to die he said one person did die doing that um there mm. were Six of them arrested, and only five of them made it out. Mm. Um, but they just proceeded to pee on his head and mm. to, like, defecate, like, on him. Um, he talked about the limestone. So there's a yeah. limestone query there where the men were made to work all day. Um, and actually, when Mandela got out and went, came back, um, he went to the limestone query, and there's still this a little pile of limestones where the men that he traveled with back to the island when he was president, they took limestones and they put them all on top of each other to mm-hmm. signify brotherhood mm-hmm. and to signify like anything can happen when you stay, stick together. Right. So that was really interesting to see. But this, this tour guy told us that he was talking about how he was one of the lucky ones that, um, didn't have a family when he was arrested because he was too young. And, um, he felt lucky because he didn't have to worry about not being able to feed a family. He said that would drive the inmate, like the inmates crazy. And then he said, but nothing was worse than a man getting divorce papers Mm. in there. And that would happen often because they would be in prison for so long that the women at that time needed a husband in order to care for the children and care for themselves. And that, They couldn't survive. so Everyone
2: everyone was bound to something. Right. And
0: so he said that you would literally just see someone just crumble, crush, just be crushed. And then he talked about, you know, how they had to walk around with their papers on them that, you know, describe what they were in for in their sentence. And he said he'll never forget there was this man who was, he was very friendly with. He dropped his papers and he picked it up. And he was like, you know, you hardly ever have anything to read in there. So, of course, what do you do? You read the papers. And it says, like, that the man has life. And that he was overcome with sadness. He said he knew it, that the guy had life. But that to read it felt so final. Yeah. And he said that he was just overcome with sorrow, as how he put it. Because to think that this would be someone's whole life. And when I tell you... The prison still stinks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it, being in there, I was like, the smell—the smell—and no one's mm-hmm. even in here mm-hmm. <laughs> is terrible. Mm-hmm. The conditions are terrible. The yeah, they, there's no beds. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Like, it's not a U.S. prison. It's just yeah. a mat on a floor. Yep, you it's know, that. All right. Um, but one of the gentlemen asked the, the our tour guide, like, how do you have. How are you do you have the ability to talk about this to us and in such a candid way? And he, our tour guide was very candid about his answer. He was just like he said, no one who does these tours want to, wanted to do them. He yeah. said it, every single person who came back to this jail to this island refused the job. They didn't want to come back. It was a matter of means, and he said it took for him to be unemployed for three years for him to finally say yes. Mm-hmm. And he said when he came back the first six months, he wanted to kill himself. And he said it was so painful for him to be back there. Right. And he said it was even more painful to see people come and treat it like a Like it was like a bird in a cage, like something cool to look at when it was attached to such painful memories of his. But since he said he realizes how important it is to the history for people to know the true story and that they want it to be authentic and they want it to come from the people here, but that it still makes it very hard.
2: Right. It's like you're getting out the right story, but at what
0: cost? Right. For him. Like the emotional labor. He has to take on in order to do this job yeah. is like unreal. Yeah. Um and then the man followed up and asked him, Do do they provide you with any counseling? And I was disappointed to hear that they, they don't, that the yeah. job doesn't. But that he does get counseling and he said that he won't stop.
2: That's responsible. Yeah.
0: And he I really loved him because I don't I was I was surprised, but I was like one of the very few Americans and he looked at me. And, at one point, he said, South American or Obamaland? Mm-hmm. And I said, what did you say to me? Mm-hmm. And he said, Obamaland? <laughs> Especially when he heard my accent. And I realized what he was saying. And I was like, yeah. Obamaland. And right. I just had this biggest smile. Like, that's what he associates me with. That makes me so happy. And he actually exchanged information with me. I actually think that he might have a crush, which is a little awkward because he's old <laughs> enough to be like my grandpa. But um, we've been communicating, and he's just telling me more about his story, which is really cool. Um, he's like, you have to come back. You have to do this. I wish I would have had like a mic or something where yeah. I could have interviewed him, right? Because that would have been amazing. But he, um, what's his name, Sifo. Really cool guy. Really grateful to him mm. and for what he's done for all of us. Um so yeah, I saw Mandela Cell and I met this amazing freedom fighter. Yeah. Um so that was cool. That was cool. That was like yeah, that day for me was like
2: Yeah. It was, was like a, all the way. Hello. Yeah. It was
0: like all oh, open was like, arms. I'm coming fighting. Through. I'm I'm fighting my fears, <laughs> and now I'm going to see my freedom fighters. <laughs> this is cool. Um, so that was that was great. And then what was?
2: We went, we met up with some friends.
0: Oh yeah, we met up with um, my friend Boyo's homies, Nat and Lana. They were really cool. Um, went to the, what was that? Sun, sunrise. I don't think it was sunrise. Sun, Sun, Sun Square, Sun Square. Sun Square Hotel. Um, and had drinks there. We went to eat at some place called Roast and Co. That shit was popping. Yeah. Y'all need to try that out if you're ever in Cape Town. Very much enjoyed it. Please get the sides. Maggot cheese joint was banging. They were making fun of me for my corn Am
2: I... Slaw. No, we're making fun of you for your slaw. This slaw was delicious. It was not
0: mayonnaise-based slaw. It was pickled But you also had the audacity
2: to offer us the slaw. We're like, no, we do not want this. It was such a random order. It's basically just pickled cabbage. Mm -mm. Who wants a side of that? Well, people who eat their vegetables, Kara. You're (laughs) a
0: vegetarian that
2: doesn't eat vegetables. Can we talk about that? That's stressful
0: to me. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so that was just a good night. Went back, watched some Bob Ross. And then the last day, we f- fucking went to the African women's market that we should have gone to, like, the, the first, first day.
2: day. Yeah, It was super lit.
0: Had so many amazing, beautiful bags and jewelry and outfits and masks. And yeah. there was, like, everything in there. There was really high-quality stuff, and you could barter with them. Make sure you barter, because yeah. they will go down. And um, they go
2: up by a lot, so don't feel bad about that either.
0: Yeah. But you can barter. Just yeah. barter it down.
2: And then we went to mm, Lola's. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so we had asked um, the lovely ladies that we had met what... Because I, I love omelets and, like, really obsessed. And I asked them, I was like, where's a good breakfast spot? And she asked what kind of food we are looking for. And I immediately was like, I want an omelet. Of course. So <laughs> I had so many omelets on this trip, it's actually crazy.
0: And you really did. <laughs> That's
2: that was weird. There's a lot of protein. I'm also vegetarian, so I didn't want a freaking, you know, like dessert. For. I don't like doing French toast for breakfast sort of thing. But that French toast we got you know, was We good. got French toast also. It was not It was like a French beignet or something. With the, it was on a croissant. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. With a toasted... It was French toasted croissant. Ooh, that was the name of with it.
0: With a toasted banana yeah, on top. Yeah, it was amazing. It's a caramelized
2: banana. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And this, uh, this omelet was everything. This is the I've, best omelet I ever
0: had in my entire life. I've had
2: many. Many, many, many. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the best omelet I've ever It was had. the
0: fluffiest, juiciest... Yeah, most delicious and their I don't cappuccino know what they, was good too i don't know some, what you know what we met some americans at the ethiopian restaurant and they said it's oh, something yeah. about the dairy here it's
2: amazing it's coming straight <laughs> it's coming straight from the cows this thing you have on your head <laughs> i
0: just put my head wrap on.
2: it <laughs> i look like a cone head
0: <laughs> um anyway but the lolas is if you're in cape town you need yeah. to check out lolas that was the best food we had in cape yeah. town and it was just breakfast so yeah. I can't even imagine what their lunch and is. And it was like you know
2: what I also appreciated the restaurant's had very uh minimalistic like menus it was just like five things and yeah. you choose from it but it was amazing. Yeah.
0: They had like master I'd those rather five do things. that.
2: I'd rather go to a place that has a minimal like menu than go to a place that has like seven pages of things and just and eat something that's half like half of them are whack. mediocre. Right. Yeah. But you know that's what we're used to here cuz we want convenience over anything so. Ooh. You know, Fuck but yeah, that, that was really good. And when they ran out, the, the other thing was that when they ran out of things, they ran out of them. That They're yeah. they like, sorry, we don't have this, this and this. And that felt good because it was very clear that they weren't overstocking. Like preservatives weren't really. Yeah, it know? was fresh food. Right. And I
0: had a, oh, I had an apple juice that was green, y'all. Yeah. It was green because it came from a green apple yep. and it was delicious. Yeah, It was fresh squeezed. And then what we
2: went to Bo Cap. Went to Bowcap to take a bunch of pictures, and of course that was the hottest day. Hot ever, and I was sunburnt like hell. I I, I blotted with my face with the receipt. I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this right now. But
0: um, it, I, we should say that the heat there is a very different heat. Yeah, it's not humid. It's not humid, so it's so breezy. But that sun will get you. Yeah. you're uh,
2: sweating, and you don't really feel that you're sweating, but you you're don't.
0: Just, you don't. Just coming
2: right out of you. Yeah. And then we. The Bo Cap was beautiful, though. I think um, there's there's a lot to talk about with the heritage there, and
0: that we didn't get into. Right, we weren't
2: able to get into at all. Um, But Mm -hmm. it did seem like, from my perspective, a lot of Indians living there. Mm -hmm. Um, And Cape Town has, from what even I like, a lot more Indians. But Durban, of course, still has the most Indians out of India um, in the world. So that's what was interesting. Um, maybe it's maybe I shouldn't say they're their own name. They might be Bangladeshi and stuff because they're uh, Muslim and stuff. And um, they had a beautiful mosque right in the middle of Cap yeah, also. Yeah, they did. Which was cool. But it was beautiful. Beautiful. It was.
0: It was. And then we went back to the Airbnb, packed up. Yep. And headed home. Yep. We did a lot during this trip, as you can tell, because we never have two-hour episodes, honey. Nope. but we did a lot and it was the trip of a lifetime. Everybody kept saying that to me, you're going on a trip of a lifetime. And I kept being like, I don't want to get my hopes up, but it absolutely was.
2: What is the one takeaway that you have from this trip?
0: No fear, baby. I have to go. I have to just, I just have to live more. Yeah. And I cannot live for anybody else's approval. I cannot. If I want to pick up and move to South Africa or pick up and move to Ghana, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I need to do that. Yeah, and I and it's I, never too
2: late never to do too late anything to
0: live. I feel like I have been living at like sixty five percent. Yeah, that I have been doing a lot more existing as I've gotten older, and I don't have kids. Yeah, I don't have a husband. I don't have things that are going to. I, I hate to equate kids and a husband to a being, you know, yeah, being boggled down. But it's responsibility. But yeah, there's a certain amount of responsibility, and that's kind of like your roots are kind of set depending on your lifestyle. Yeah. So I, I just feel like fear cannot be, and fear is not just like oh, I'm scared, but like just beating myself up. Yeah over mistakes, being afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Being afraid to try something new, being afraid to maybe leave some people behind. I just want to live more and I want to not never be reckless, but be a little more open to possibilities yeah. around me. That was the biggest lesson. And I yeah. do not do that. I'm so yeah. calculated. Right. I'm such a planner. That was the first thing you said to that guy when we met. Yeah. He was, he were like, she's a planner. Yeah. that's true. And it's so true. Yeah. So I, that was my takeaway. Yeah. From this trip. And that I need to go back. There's more there.
2: Yeah. We have me. so much more to, like, I feel like maybe next time we go, we can end our trip like doing like three days in Durban because like nothing's happening out there. <laughs> Um, yeah, no cave town. No once you, Cape I feel town.
0: like once you've seen it,
2: you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's how I felt the first... Like, I was telling you, I blacked out my memory because I was just like, I was so sad to leave. Yeah, you the glossed over it. Yeah, so um, I think that would be cool to try something a little I'm bit down. different. Um, and there's so much to explore there every time. There's okay. just a lot. And then um, I actually was looking back on my affirmations. Um, and I like to describe things in, like, Just, like, a a whole bunch of words and just relate them back to what I'm talking about.
0: These are your intentions?
2: Yeah. But they're more of, like, I want to be fun, spontaneous. And these are things that I am. And these are things that I know in college I was, like, at the peak of. Mm. Every year I went to two new places. (laughs) (laughs) Two new places out of country. And I kind of went ham and every year, think because, you know, I didn't have any crazy bills to pay for anything just was really out here doing whatever. And my mom was just like, where are you going next? So right now my brother's kind of living that life where he just got back from Jordan and Palestine and I was just talking to him about it and he was like, it was great. And um, I think the one thing I limit myself with is like, oh, I only have a weekend. I can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he literally went for a weekend and made shit work. Um, And I, I think that... This like whole like imposter syndrome when it comes in Ooh, kicks in yes. really early, and that is the one thing I want to tackle this year, especially when I'm trying to do something different with my life. Um, and then, um, yeah, and the other one is intimate. I want to be more intimate this year. Chad. Yeah, and I she I think it scares. The she hell? won't cuddle with
0: me. <laughs> she hugged me twice, though, on this trip. I did. When was I was very, crying.
2: It was willingly, and I was like, come here. But I also hugged you on New Year's. You remember You that? did. I was really happy about that. That was big. But, you know, the one thing that really scares me, and I think this is, like, maybe something that other people probably share, but just coexisting with somebody every single day, waking up next to them doing this. And it can be very exciting for people like Antonet to do because I just look at you, like, and I just see, like, your, like how excited ah. you are. But for me, it can be really scary because, like, I went from having no space from my parents, to having, thank God, space again, and like to give up that feels like giving up freedom. And it doesn't have to be that. And I just think that I haven't met a partner that's able to like give me my space. They do not have still... to be
0: up under you the whole time either, yet. Yeah,
2: but also sometimes I want them to be, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But being able to be okay with um, not looking or being perfect at all times of the day. Um and that is something that actively I've always been like you know like right. you know um and face beat hair done yeah. it's always something but you know not that I want to look more messy this year but just just live more in the moment and just mm-hmm. keep going because that's who I was and I think I've lost a little bit of that like people do once they start getting into routine and routine's big the big word for me from last year and I had a terrible end of the year and um it was feels really good to be back up to where you know. I think I should be, uh, but literally, it's going to be fun, spontaneous, intimate, outrageous, and uh, a risk-taking year. That's what I put down here. Um, I also want tattoos. I know it's like another (sighs) thing, but I'm getting some tattoos this year. It's going to happen. It's going to (sighs) happen. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think um, the way we brought in the new year really will show us and has already given us an example of what the rest of the year is going to look like, so... It's wonderful, <laughs> I'm with it.
0: I, I'm like you're making fun of me, but I'm with it. Yeah, it's a wonderful way to start the the year. Yeah, to end the year and start the year. Right. So, I don't know, guys, ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> non-conform. They, there, them. <laughs> if you if you are at home and you are feeling boggled down and you don't have the means to travel. Ugh, you just need to pray. You need to figure out why you're boggled down.
2: It's just so, it's so... Even if you do, like, a weekend getaway to, like, somewhere. Go to your of,
0: homegirl's house. Right. Just get a, Or even get a hotel. To,
2: it could be in the city where you don't have to worry about doing lunch and doing this and, like, just do you. Yeah. You can do that anywhere.
0: Find the... the, 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 the t- I think you just have to find something that's going to make you feel free in that moment. Yeah. And... And just just, just go, go for it, right? Yeah. Just go for it. Whatever it is. And, you know, the work is going to wait for you. It'll be there when you get back. Sure will. Ask a friend to watch your kids. Yeah. Ask, ask for help if you need help. If you have the means to travel and you're just not, travel. Yeah. Go somewhere. It doesn't have to be South Africa. Just go somewhere that's calling yeah. you. Yeah. And... And find out what's there for you, you might meet a twin flame, you might meet a new homie, <laughs> mm-hmm. you might meet find- you might realize that that's the place where you're supposed to live and yes. thrive. You just never know so two thousand nineteen no fear, yep, getting free, yep becoming more intimate, yes. <laughs> And that's it. That's that's the episode today. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's a long one. Yeah. Thank you for bearing with us. I hope you're still with us. You probably left. Probably. (laughs) Fuck this. I'm not going to South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) These bitches. Who the fuck is Kara? Right. Is Shanti Shanti still in around the way curls? (laughs) Shanti is still in the round the way curls. It just happens. It's another Indian girl. <laughs> oh, right. Because Shanti's Indian. Um, it just happens to, you know, there are two weeks with her not here. But that was because Renee's episode is old and this one is new. There we go. So with that said, we out. Thank you so much. <laughs> School teacher. Piano teacher.
2: <laughs> I want to eat this so bad. I'm so
1: sorry. You have just heard an Around the Away Curls John follow them on Twitter at ATw curls and Instagram at a roundaway curls we out early <laughs> very good <laughs>